Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Time Manufacturing, Wit Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Let's see, Baylor wins, Cowboys win, Rangers Make the playoffs, but Joe kind of sputtering in. Don't win the division with every chance to do it. And uh, season on the line, and they did not get it done. Um, We do have Rangers baseball tomorrow, 208 first pitch. Also on Wednesday, 208. These games will be in Tampa. I guess the only good news, Aaron... Rangers are 5-0 and all-time in Tampa <laughs> in the playoffs. We do have news that uh, Jordan Montgomery will go for the uh, Rangers. Monty, we like to call him. And I'm okay with that. He's actually, there have been some pretty good moments from him recently. Playing, you know, hit, pitching the ball pretty well. Tyler Glasnow, former Pirate, now with the Rays, will go in game one. For Tampa. Game's going to be on ABC tomorrow and hopefully one of, one of our family of networks. We got about eight stations. Love to love to treat you uh, to a Rangers game, Rangers playoff game. One of the top affiliates here in the uh, all of the, the Southwest ESPN Central Texas. And uh, again, we hope that uh, to entertain you with some Rangers baseball and uh, game one tomorrow. At 2.08. And that's uh, exciting news. The the Baylor comeback, I mean, they score 29. Let's see, they're down 35 to 7. I mean, just crazy to even think about. Is it 31-7? Let me think. 33, yeah. So, they, but, but, but down... Just down and out, basically like uh, no no chance here. Thirty five seven. Then it was thirty five ten, and the Bears started just kind of pounding away, pounding the rock. Aaron, it's just it's amazing to look at how many teams over the years have overcome being down that much, going in twenty five points, going into the fourth quarter. And have come back and won. It just doesn't happen. For the most part, it doesn't happen. It's the greatest comeback in Baylor football history. I looked, Aaron, at some of the numbers. Three different times they came back from being down 21. One of those games I was there as a kid. It would have been 1980 against SMU. And the Bears came back that year and, of course, made it to the Cotton Bowl, and we're down 
28 to 7 or 21 nothing. Can't remember for sure. But they've had some really fun comebacks against the Mustangs over the years. Mustangs have done that to the Bears at one point, as I recall, in the early 80s, I believe. But to come all the way back, Aaron, everybody knows out there, you were doing it, I was doing it, Drake was doing it, Cam was doing it. Um, John was calling the game, so John was not tweeting anything about like the future of the program. Now, I didn't do anything crazy, but I, 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 I was like everybody else. I was just kind of floored. The start, down 21 nothing. then it's 28-7, and then, you know, they had a really bad break on uh, uh, running backs, progress stopped, and then the ball gets ripped out of there, and they go the other way, and I think that's maybe how they got up 28-7. to I mean, there was just nothing to suggest. That was uh, Dominic Richardson, and they returned it, they scooped it up and returned it 87 yards for the fourth UCF touchdown of the first half. Um, and then, of course, Aaron, the uh, – I mean, I and, and for everybody that likes to get on Aranda for not showing emotion, when Lands got his hand on that field goal and blocked a field goal, uh, and it was like 28-7, to seven, Dave was going crazy on the sideline. I mean, he really was. And then later in the game – when the Bears got back into it and had a chance there late, uh, and they called a timeout, and they needed to execute down there, get ready to kick that field goal, Dave was over there doing some stuff like above his head, and he was inspiring everyone over on that sideline. So I think for now I'd like to kind of get away from, well, he just crosses his arms, so he's got no – now, again, yeah, he's not the most excitable guy in a press conference, but I'm telling you. He was wild on that sideline the other day, and it it was. Uh, I mean, I, and again, when you're down thirty-five-seven, you have to kick a field goal. No, nobody loves that. Like four minutes left, third quarter, you make it thirty-five-ten. Nobody's loving that. Um, Two hundred and fifty-seven of Baylor's four hundred forty-six total yards came in the second half. Threw for two hundred five in the second, and. I mean, that that shaping was incredible. Caden Jenkins. Now, Aaron, how much have we been talking about him recently? Loving him. I mean, 15, 19. You just go right down. The cornerbacks on this team, the young cornerbacks are really good. What's my man named Aaron Richard? What is Richard's last name? Anyway, I love him, number 15. But 19, Caden Jenkins, I mean – interception, and then the the fumble return for a touchdown, 70-yard fumble return. Aaron, you're directing, producing the game. I know you, like a lot of Baylor fans, were probably by halftime kind of like, this is ridiculous. This is awful. And it still was like that, honestly, when the fourth quarter started. And then the worm started to turn, and the comeback started, and... Uh, it was uh, one of the most amazing things. Now, of course, they need to build on this and see where it goes. Texas Tech coming into town. We'll have Joey McGuire on this week because we always have one of the huge names of the opposing, the opposing team, whether it be the head coach 
or the president or the uh, AD. Love having, uh, and of course, love having Mac on as well. This is what Aranda said, Aaron, after uh, he said, I thought coming out of halftime, there was no, and he was talking about anxiety. He said, they knew they could move it. They knew they could stop them. It was just a matter of doing it. There was a chip on their shoulder coming out of the halftime, and it was cool to see. Um, I, I, I love, and there was some quote I saw, Aaron, that he had about, like, the team putting its toys away. Uh, I mean, and coming out, he said, a win is important to get a win and do it in a fight and everything is good. This has been team all along. We've had to get through a lot of our own stuff and out of our own way to bring what happens on a Tuesday practice to a Saturday game. Um, it just, there were so many great things that happened in that game. And Aaron, when Gabe Hall, though, couldn't get to Timmy McClain, the quarterback for UCF in uh. the end zone, he tried. <laughs> <clears throat> That was one of the wildest plays I've ever seen. Uh, they've got, what, a fourth and 11, Aaron. The Bears, Bears have them, you know, in pretty good shape, backed up, and he retreats and he runs around forever. I bet that play lasted 10 to 15 seconds. And, and he raced around, and the Bears, one guy dove after him. Gabe Hall dives after him in the uh, end zone and kind of gets a hand on him but doesn't get him, and he rolls out. And then he rips a throw. Aaron, how long do you think that throw was when he ran that far backwards? He probably ran 20 yards back behind the line of scrimmage, 25 yards. And so he had to throw the ball 30 yards in the air. um, And the running back jumps up there and catches it in front of the Baylor DB. And and I thought, Aaron, I thought, oh, my gosh. (laughs) I mean – even last, even on Saturday night, that was being shown is like the play of the day, even in a losing cause by UCF. And I understand it. That was a great, great play. But the Bears found a way after that. And, Aaron, did you – I did not have a great feeling about the 59-yard field goal attempt. In my mind, he was going to hit it. Like, apparently he has a big leg – I, I, I didn't have a great feeling. I thought, oh, my gosh, he's going to hit this. And when I saw that thing go offline, it may have been short as well. But, I mean, I kind of let I let the fist pump out, okay? I wasn't in the press box. I was just at the house. Aaron, that's a uh, – with everything that's gone on and what was going on with Dave uh, Aranda and what everybody was saying – that's as big a win as they've had in quite some time. And uh, and, the, and to do it in such thrilling fashion, Aaron, that was uh, – I was kind of floating around uh, Saturday evening. Oh, same. I was, uh, I was on cloud nine for pretty much the entire weekend, except for one little glitch. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, – it was really, really something to uh, watch all that. Now, Aaron, I do need to at least say I, I am uh, doing today's show. We got a lot of sports to do, and we got to do it. But I am uh, doing this one with a heavy heart. Uh, 
my longtime producer, radio buddy for last 24 years, um, suddenly passed away last night. Um, it, it was unexpected. Um, he had had a, and his name's Mark Frito Friedman. People that have ever listened to Dallas radio remember he used to be with Norm Hitzkus for a long time. Then he came over. I brought him over to 103.3 FM ESPN, and he never forgave me for it. He he loved the ticket and loved being a part of that. And uh, But he came over, and we loved having him, and he became assistant program director there. And I couldn't um, reach him last night. We were doing our normal Cowboys podcast stuff after the game, and I usually just text him and check touch base with him, and he didn't respond. And I knew something was up because that's unlike him. Started hoping that maybe something had come up. Uh, maybe he'd had to go to the hospital. I didn't know because he'd had a medical, a horrible medical thing three years previous to this. But he'd made a comeback. And unfortunately, my worst fears were uh, confirmed. Um, I, I reached out to his family, and uh, they were able to get somebody over there to look at his place. And he he had not made it. Uh, and I, we don't know yet, you know, what caused it, but I just I do know he had a horrible heart issues three years ago and it took its toll but he made a comeback and he'd still been able to work and uh, probably worked too hard did uh, just amazing you know had a lot of clients had a podcast company and we all used him everybody that did a podcast in the metroplex used him i used him for stuff and he remained a great friend in fact today we were supposed to do like a high school thing together and uh and so again, it just uh, it keeps kind of hitting me in waves. But uh, you guys are a great audience and are great uh, friends of ours. And so I would be remiss if I didn't share some thoughts on Frito. Uh, and he's been a tremendous friend to me and people, uh, especially in the Metroplex, where he was on both the ticket. And 103.3 FM ESPN are extremely sad and grieving today. And, Aaron, it was one of those tough deals because I knew what happened last night. And, of course, you you need to let the family announce that the way they want to announce that. But I just knew that all my longtime friends from Dallas-Fort Worth Media were going to be waking up to that news. And so it just, that was a whole, you know, that was that even added to, sort of the anguish last night is knowing how jolting that was going to be to everybody. It was certainly jolting for me to find out last night, but I just, I just knew it was going to be. So anyway, I tried to text a few people or reach out even in the middle of the night. So some people weren't totally surprised, but uh, a tough, tough deal. And I, um, one of, uh, our good buddies, uh, Glenn Stretch Smith, who's been on, who's, you know, ESPN Central Texas in the past, former Cowboys scout and coach, is going to jump on at 5 o'clock today. And we'll remember, we'll talk about Frito a little bit, and we'll talk about the game. Uh, the Cowboys win 38-3. to And, Aaron, I never thought I could feel sympathy for the great Belichick. And I, I don't guess I did. But it's just kind of wild to basically see the modern-day Lombardi 
depend. You know, I know people. A lot of people can't stand him, and they thought the Patriots cheated. I get all that, but it's hard to argue with him being pretty much the greatest coach of all time, and to get outmanned, outclassed, overwhelmed. That was kind of wild to see, to see him just kind of standing over there looking befuddled. And then after the game, he would not answer the question, hey, did you did you pull him because of poor play, Mac Jones? It's a perfectly fine question to ask because, Aaron, when did, when did Mac come out of that game? It was, what, late in the third quarter? Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a lot of game left. Now, they didn't have a chance to come back. It was 31-3 to by then, but they did pull Mac Jones. So it was a perfectly legit question. He wouldn't answer. He just said, I thought I, would need, I needed to get Mac out of there. Well, um, the, yeah. The real frustrating thing about the way he answered, uh, he said, he then said, I didn't feel there's something like, I didn't feel there was any need for him to still be in the game. And he didn't elaborate, and the guy followed up, and he got mad. I'm like, well, mm-hmm. you gave a vague answer yeah. as to why you didn't feel the need for him to still be in yeah. the game. Was it poor play? The game was out of reach, or both? Or Yeah, it was – I didn't like it. If you, if you get embarrassed in a game, you have to stand up and answer for it, even if you're the greatest. Now, I thought you would like the headline, Aaron. You're a you know, former writer. You like headlines. You like newspapers like I do. I was kind of proud of my headline. Last night on the podcast headline, it was like, Cowboys get Patriots goat. I thought that was good because I did the goat, you know, in the all caps, like greatest of all time. Cowboys get Patriots goat. I thought you like that, Aaron. You kind of like that one. It's decent. <laughs> okay, Werner loved it. No, Werner actually, got all excited about it. So I'm not. I'm not <laughs> saying you have to love it, but Werner kind of, you know, Werner was up there with me, and I got his seal of approval. And um, and then sadly, we got the news not long after taping the podcast about our friend who was supposed to be producing that podcast. So it was a uh, a long and difficult night, and. Uh, everybody's kind of dealing with this in their own way. Uh, and uh, uh, we'll continue to do our thing and uh, do some sports today. Four o'clock, Aaron, known Patriots fan, Cam Stewart, who was at the game yesterday. I'm sure that came up on the new Drake Tolls show with Cam Stewart. Have you seen that, Aaron? I think he puts the Cam Stewart like in little font, like yes. on Facebook and everything. He puts it in very small font. Batman and, Dr- and Rob. Dr- <laughs> Drake was uh, Drake was everywhere, wasn't he, Aaron? He was he was like at BYU Friday night watching soccer or in it. Well, no, he was at soccer Thursday night watching a football game. Friday night, BYU played. Cincinnati. Is that right, Aaron? Somebody like that? And then Saturday he made it to the Baylor uh UCF game. So, I mean, my goodness. The man travels, and I think it was our LDS friends who fl- were like sponsored this trip. They were just like, Yeah, we'll do anything to get you here to Provo. And um Aaron, I'm told Drake converted 
while he was there. He is now, don't. <laughs> he is now that happen, part, but... part of the LDS, and uh, I think I know they are glad to have him such a prominent part of uh, of the uh, Baylor media. Okay, it is uh, the Matt Mosley show with Aaron Sexton as we continue on, and let's dig in more to that Baylor that Baylor comeback. I mean, it was remarkable. There's a lot of different things to talk about on that front. We'll discuss next. Go Cowboys! This is Dallas Cowboys football 2023. Shotgun for Prescott. Looking left, looking right. Only heard here. You check down to Dowdle on the right side, running hard. All season. Rico Dowdle, touchdown Cowboys. Sunday night. It's your Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers live from Levi's Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the 49ers, Sunday starting with the pregame at 6 here on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stressful free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. It's almost fall. School has started. Pumpkin spice is everywhere. And football is finally back. The temperatures are dropping and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait, this door doesn't latch. Or why doesn't this window open? Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October. And the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year for foundation repair. Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? Then you better call the doctor. He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. Call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Hahn, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at MyTotalOffice.com. Dooley Noted Law is a firm without the sledgehammer. I'm Michael Dooley, and you don't have to press one to talk. I'm not a fast food restaurant, and I don't wear a suit and tie. 
unless you want me to. I've met so many Central Texans who want to start a business with an online service. Cheap on the front end, but it creates a poor foundation. Duly Noted Law creates an affordable, strong base to keep the money that you've earned in your pocket. Let's meet at dulynoted.com, a human side of the law. Locally owned and operated, Prestige Recycling is your hometown shredding and recycling company. They're a step above, bringing easy, community-friendly recycling to the greater Waco area. Offering commercial business recycling services. They take aluminum tin cans, cardboard, glass, paper, and plastic. They also offer community drop-off bins located out front of their offices for recycling. Prestige also offers safe and secure document destruction services to commercial business and residents. Prestige Recycling, located at 5198 South Loop 340 in Robinson. At Lewis Insurance Group, we work for our customers, not the insurance companies. Let us take care of all your insurance needs, your business, your home, your farm and ranch. We want to serve you with all your insurance needs. We have over 100 carriers, and we write and shop our insured rates annually to make sure you're getting the best rates available. At Lewis Insurance Group, we have 50 years combined experience and the best customer service in the business. Call Lewis Insurance Group today at 254-753-2505. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, it is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show. We've got uh, the Blitz. The Blitz at 340 where we look at uh, the NFL day. We'll look at some Cowboys. Micah came out of that game, came back in. Zach ran off the field at one point. Seemed to be okay, according to Dr. Jerry. Aaron, did you see the Jerry I sent last night? I don't know if I ever I ever confirmed that with you last night, but I, I did send you from the bowels of AT&T Stadium some Jerry, some Jerry audio. He was very, very uh, happy and kind of shocked that they had uh, been able to beat the Patriots 38-3, and all the talk started with this big game against the Niners. That's going to be out there in uh, Santa Clara and or whatever that area is. I think it may be Santa Clara. And that's uh, it opened, I believe, as a three-and-a-half-point. Cowboys are three-and-a-half-point underdogs uh, heading out there. So we will uh, we'll talk about all of that, and we'll cover some ground in the Blitz. We're still talking about if you want to sound off on Baylor's come from behind victory i i had a bunch of buddies i i'll admit texting me you know has he lost the team he's lost the team and you know that's always a difficult thing just because the team's down by a few touchdowns i don't necessarily think oh he's lost the locker room he's lost the team i mean that's what people always want to know has he lost the team well obviously with what we saw He's not lost the team. And, man, I had the opportunity to uh, visit with Coach – heard from Coach Grimes uh, late the other night, or um, I I heard from uh, Mac Rhodes. You know, he was thrilled and just so happy for the players, the coaches, the staff, and everything. And, man, I – again, that's – they, the AD does not view it like fans. It was not like, oh, if they had gone out and got blown out, they were going to fire him. That wasn't going to happen. But still, I mean, it was going to – it was turning up the pressure. It was getting ugly. And when all hope seemed lost, 
here came the Bears. And I loved Aaron. I was just looking on the Waco Trib earlier today, and they had the Orlando paper. The uh, He's a well-known Orlando area columnist, Mike Bianchi or Bianchi. Uh, he's been around forever. And he his, of course, angle is, you know, horrible UCF collapse in their first uh, Big 12 home game. And, of course, the Bears are focused more on the unbelievable comeback. Um, Baylor was just, they were bad early. Blake didn't really, I mean, you know, the, the he, he just didn't really have it going. I mean, before you knew it, now a lot of us, and I know everybody gets on to me here and on, online, they're like, oh, you're being an old man because there's the Fox Sports app. They were not putting the game on because of the Craftsman truck series ending. <laughs> and and so it was already 14 nothing. Baylor was down by the time they put that on FS1. And I was trying, and maybe it's my Wi-Fi at the house, maybe it's not Fox's fault, but I could not get on that app. I could not get on the Fox app. And, I, you know, I do stuff for Fox. I do Fox radio and all that kind of stuff. But, but again, I... I I thought it was ridiculous that you've got a mate, you've got a Big Twelve game, you're gonna you're spending millions on this new deal that you're a part of, and you can't even you you miss half of the first quarter. Well, it turns out, Aaron, and I guess I need to go back and somehow piece that together. Maybe my man Roder can help in that regard with some of the plays he puts out there. But the Baylor's down fourteen nothing within like six minutes. Six and a half minutes. It's like boom, boom. They're they're down, and then it's twenty-one nothing. And I mean, they kept fighting, but but by halftime, you're just like, this isn't going to be a game. This is embarrassing, and it really didn't start. They made it thirty-five ten, and they were playing better defense and all that kind of stuff. But but it didn't really feel like anything. And even when it was thirty-five seventeen. And and Shapen and Monterey started connecting. Still kind of like, eh, interesting. But, you know, they're going to do what they need to do. And the, 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 the huge moment was with UCF driving with six minutes left and Bears down two scores. K, there's a fumble, and Caden Jenkins picks it up. Looked like he was going to lose his balance. He, he put his hand down. And he races 70 yards. And, Aaron, that was when you started going, uh-oh, this could actually happen. And by that time, UCF was tight. UCF was not moving the ball. Bears were just, Bears were, uh, I mean, feasting on them. I love the quote. We'll hear from Dave Aranda later in the show. He said something uh, to the effect, Aaron, that, he knew the Bears were okay or were going to come back and win when he saw Matt Jones stop throwing up on the sideline. Matt Jones was over there. He said he used the word puking. And it was over there and having some issues. And then he figured out a way to get back on the field. And I've said it before, he's scary. His size, his speed, he's an NFL body type. Um, he's, you know, there's some things that frustrate you about him from time to time, 
but as a sideline to sideline, almost kind of Vanderesh type player, he's he's a scary dude who will beat up on the opposing uh, quarterback. And then Aaron, that Josh White, at some point got involved. You know, Mike Smith was was in there, but boy, Josh White comes in off the bench. Bears were getting a lot of good performances. Lands did some things in the second half that I loved. Gabe Hall was making plays. I mean, this team came to play, and at a time when all hope seemed lost, and they were one and three, and they were about to be one and four going to play Tech or hosting Tech, um, they find a way. I mean, it truly has to go down as it is the greatest comeback in Baylor history in terms of the number, what they had to overcome, all right? Because to win that thing uh, and, and to be down 28, before that, three different times they've come back from 21-point deficits. Um, it was so – it was an unbelievable deal. Now, Aaron, let's let our folks here on the day after, on a Sunday – uh, coach Orgeron, who was the head coach when Dave was the uh, defense coordinator and they won a national title at LSU, Co- uh, Orgeron was down on the sideline at some point, either before the game, because I saw pictures of it. He has a son that is on the coaching staff and uh, it, it obviously has a great relationship with Dave Aranda. And so Coach O, Ed Orgeron, really loves the Baylor program. And Aaron, he gave a shout-out from his Miami Beach condo where he was hanging out on Sunday, woke up, I'm sure, you know, just uh, maybe went to brunch or whatever, but just enjoying the beautiful view uh, in the condo. And we have the audio. This is from Ed Orgeron's uh, Twitter feed. Here's here's the message uh, Ed Orgeron had for Dave Aranda and Baylor. Good morning, everybody. This is Coach Owen Brandy Nicole from Alcondo in Miami Beach. What a great Sunday morning. We'd like to send a shout out to my good friend Dave Aranda, Baylor Bears, all my good buddies on that staff, including my son Parker, for defeating the University of Central Florida Golden Knights, coming back from a 29-point deficit to win a close game yesterday in Orlando, Florida. What a great sign of intestinal fortitude and a great sign of things to come for the Baylor Bears. Sick them. That's so great. I love that. Love Coach O. I really do. Can we, uh, Aaron, let's, uh, that, you know how uh, John Morris sometimes uh, does a great job of uh, taking something from our show, generally something crazy, I say, uh-huh. and using it sort of out of context um, to kind of end his show. Uh, I think that Sikkim needs to start showing up in different spots. <laughs> so I like the way he says it, and uh, I like the way he says the, what do you say, the Bela Bears or whatever. I just like the, uh, I like that, and uh I was seeing last night, uh, given his Cajun roots, some G-E-A-U-X bears. <laughs> Go Bears. And uh, to which I enjoyed that. Uh, one of the greatest things I've ever, uh, I mean, 
in terms of best games I've ever seen in person, when I was a kid, I watched Baylor and Arkansas play, and Arkansas ended up winning a game in Little Rock, 42-41. I saw Marty Jimerson and the Bears probably a little bit after that win a game in Arkansas, 24-21. That was it. That was in Fayetteville. I was there for that one. And um, so I, li- I, li- I love some of those games. We've seen great games. The, the TCU game in 2011 was a lot of fun. Um, I guess that I think that was RG3. And then the Oklahoma game was very, very famous. And that was uh, a year when that was Robert's big Heisman moment. 2012, I guess, is when that was. And um, those were incredible moments that, to, to be a part of. But, I mean, just in terms of where this team was and to watch that happen. And, Aaron, there may have been some people trying to delete some first-half comments. Uh, and and I was not trying I did not. to. Yeah, I mean, I get it why people were upset. Um, the only thing I remember saying kind of negative was I just didn't want to hear any more about how good they looked in practice. I was like, okay, this is enough. I mean, they're getting hammered. They're down 35-7. And, and again, everybody was wondering at this point about Aranda's future and all of that. And, Listen, those questions haven't been fully answered. I mean, we'll be able to evaluate that. Mac Rhodes will at the end of the season. We'll all take a look at that. But what they did in those circumstances on the road, and I don't know, Aaron, what was funny is I think the bounce house, maybe some of those fans thought they were had, had already won, and either they were late getting back after the first half, I mean, I don't know why they go out to the tailgate because they allow alcohol to be sold there. Unless, of course, it's free out at the tailgate. Did they slip back out and then come back later? Or were they even there when the team started to crater? And uh, Bears went and took that thing, but you have to have some help. That was a great interception from Caden, and then the interception return, the uh, fumble return was enormous. Aaron, can you compare that? Is there any Baylor game that you can think of over the years that, I mean, we've seen great ones, but in terms of comebacks, I I, I almost don't, I can't really remember anything to compare that to. No, nothing that, nothing that big. 61-58 was close. It wasn't quite as much, but it was four scores. I think they were down 24. And I was well, see, lucky enough to be at that game. <laughs> that's yeah, the only yeah, one that, that would even come close. But see, I was reading the record today was 21 three different times. So that makes me think maybe they were down, maybe it was 21. I'd have to see which. But you're and right, it, though. It was. It was uh, and it may have been that TCU scored once. Uh-huh. In the middle of that, to so it wasn't like you know twenty whatever unanswered. Yeah, if I remember, I'll have well, to go back and it look. Well, it was it was you're right though. That was phenomenal, and it looked like all hope was lost. That was an amazing, 
Yeah, that's probably goes down as as if not the best, one of the best <laughs> Baylor games ever, especially given what was on the line in both of those teams having a shot at the college football playoff. Neither team Saturday had those kinds of aspirations. Bears are just trying to get get back in the game after what happened against Texas. But now, Aaron, I mean, there's no reason they couldn't beat Texas Tech Saturday at home and get this thing to 3-3 three and three and, and have everybody feeling like a million times better about things. Uh, if you want to sound off on that game, what was your favorite ever Baylor game to attend or favorite comeback? Um, there've been some, there've been some great ones over the years. The greatest basketball one, Aaron, there are a few, but there was one of uh, several years ago in the Scott Drew team when I think Louisville and Patino was there and had them down at halftime by like 22 or something bad. You know, they were down by 20 and they came all the way back and won the game. I do remember something along those lines. And they were down in the year they won the national title. Nova had them down at halftime, not by that much, but enough to be like, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen here? And they fought back in that one. So if you want to sound off on that, 254-662-1660. Now it's time for something we do at 340 every single day. It's the NFL Blitz, and it's next. The Bears are back home at McLean Stadium this Saturday, hosting Coach Joey McGuire and the Texas Tech Red Raiders on Go Gold Weekend in Waco. 5 p.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show with a 7 p.m. kickoff. Join John, JJ, and Ricky for all the play-by-play. It's the Bears and the Red Raiders. Big 12 football this Saturday, and it's right here on ESPN Central Texas. know your butcher by name not by which overpriced grocery train they work for you need to meet my butcher Jaime here at Fortson's Meat Market Jaime the butcher has been cutting meat for over 25 years and he still loves it to Jaime cutting meat to your desire is like art each steak is a masterpiece that improves the look of your grill I'm Rob Fortson from Fortson's Meat Market a full service meat market in Robinson and I would love you to come by and get to know Jaime the butcher you'll only find him at Fortson's where we specialize in the best Texas raised beef chicken and pork no hormones no fillers we also carry a great lineup of homemade sausages jerky bacon wrapped quail frog legs boudin balls and more like us on facebook to get daily updates on specials and freezer boxes and we're even open on game day monday through saturday from nine to six maybe it's time you met your new butcher at fortson's meat market just south of the circle in robinson did you know Now's a great time to let Jeff on our Toyota put you in a new or used vehicle. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff on our Toyota, and you can choose from many makes and models, all priced to fit any budget. We also have a state-of-the-art service and body shop and a full-line parts department with factory-trained Toyota specialists. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. 
Make sure your vehicle is fall and winter ready. Take the proper steps needed in maintaining your vehicle properly with Kish's Complete Car Care Center's maintenance. Their staff has more than 200 years of combined experience with several master technicians who know all aspects of repairs. They use state-of-the-art equipment, keeping on the leading edge and taking the guesswork out of complicated tasks. Best auto repairs since 2002. Like Complete Car Care Center Incorporated on Facebook and join the family. Kish's Complete Car Care Center, where your troubles are their business. 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. English Maids is a residential and commercial cleaning company servicing Waco, Temple, and surrounding Central Texas communities. Owned and operated by Kay English and Laura English Thurman. Each employee goes through a complete extensive maid servicing training, screened by national background checks, and bonded. You'll always receive excellent service from people you can trust. Look them up at EnglishMaids.biz. That's EnglishMaids.biz. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number. So, why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. And also at cnbwaco.com. Are you looking for an air conditioning and heating company that is family-owned and operated, is local, and offers honest and fair pricing? Haddix Heating and Air specializes in residential service and installation, plus new construction projects for homeowners throughout Central Texas. They service all makes and models and offer free estimates. Check out their five-star rating on Google Reviews. Haddix Heating and Air, 254-301-5373. And check them out on Facebook, license TACLB106271E. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, it is the Matt Mosley Show. Aaron Sexton alongside. Let's remember the Rangers are in the playoffs 208 tomorrow, 208 Central. And we are one of the great affiliates for the Texas Rangers right here, ESPN Central Texas. And uh, we'll be, uh, Aaron, we'll just do. Lots of updates tomorrow, right? During our show, we'll just be telling you how it's going all the way through. John will do that. I'll do that. And uh, we'll just kind of let you know what how the Rangers are doing. All right, um, Aaron, it's time for the NFL Blitz. Um, what are you What are you going to start today? Well, it looks like the Jonathan Taylor saga may be coming to an end. Maybe not. Colts All-Pro running back Jonathan Taylor, eligible to return from the PUP list today, will resume practicing with the team on Wednesday and could play in Sunday's game against the Titans. Head coach Shane Steichen said Taylor had been on the reserve PUP list since week one, prohibiting him from playing or practicing with the Colts for the first four weeks of the season. He's also been unhappy with his contract and wanting a (laughs) trade. Well, that's an understatement. Very... uh... Very unhappy young man, and uh, but ready to play. And I mean, that's the weird thing is, is he's wanted a trade. Uh, I mean, he would be extremely helpful to that team uh, if he's healthy and able to go. I mean, Aaron, who in the world wouldn't want 
Jonathan Taylor. I mean, think about how many teams are have people banged up at running back right now. I mean, yeah, those running backs for the Patriots didn't exactly look like great shakes <laughs> no. uh, yesterday. But, um, again, nobody wants to give up anything of note for a running back. I mean, you know, if you're, if you're trying to hold out for, like, a first-round pick, it ain't, it's not happening. A second-round pick, no, no. Third-round pick, no. People just aren't doing that anymore. And so, Jonathan Taylor, who knows? I mean, he's unhappy. Will he run unhappy? Does that mean if he gets back on the field, he's going to dog it? I doubt it. I doubt it. I'll get it. He'll, he'll be okay out there. Aaron, is his contract okay? Is Jonathan, I'm trying to think he's, how long he's been around in the in the NFL. How's he sitting with his contract? He's still on his rookie deal. He was a first-round pick, I believe. No, he was a second-round pick, so this would be the la- last year of his deal. So not only would you have to give up draft compensation for him, but you would also have to sign him to a new contract, and he's going to want a big one. Yep, they don't do those anymore. Nope. The last of the big the big deals, he was number 15 yesterday for those Patriots, and he was not going. I did kind of, you know, felt a little bit bad for Zeke. Just was not a good day. Dak, after the game, was basically like, you know, giving them some suggestions. He's like, hey, I'd give him the ball. They'd be better if they would give Zeke the ball more. <laughs> He's trying to get him more carries. First play of the first carry goes for like nine yards. And you did hear Zeke, Zeke. Heard a big Zeke chant go out. I think there were a lot of Patriots fans there. It's hard to know because they scored three points. What's well, a sad little team Belichick brought into Arlington. I mean, I can't. I can't, you can't help but shudder, Aaron, when you see those uniforms. It's the big bad monsters of New England showing up at your, your stadium. And yet they just went out like church mice. Just like, hey guys, we're going to get on out of town now. And our coach isn't going to answer any of your questions. We know he <laughs> pulled the quarterback, but he does not feel like answering any of your questions. Well, he sure was talkative to start the week, wasn't he? One of the most talkative coaches we've ever seen. He knew the Cowboys personnel backwards and forwards. It didn't matter. By the way, Aaron, uh, Dak was asked about the red zone woes. Now, I got to take up for the Cowboys a little bit because I was a little bit confused on one thing, Aaron. They hit from the 20. Remember that? Mm -hmm. uh, They hit on a touchdown from the 20, but that doesn't count as a red zone trip. You've got to be inside the 20 so officially they were one for four from the red zone i kind of think if you're if you're on the 20 and you score you probably ought to count that ought to count for something other than the seven points which is the main thing but um do you hammer a team for the red zone when they win 38-3? to The answer is probably no. Although Dak was asked about it, and he said, hey, we won 38-3. It's something we need to work on. Um, they were 6-for-15 coming into that game. They are now, Aaron, 7-for-19. 7-for-19. But, Aaron, what would Mike McCarthy want us to focus on? 
The number of trips to the red zone, of course. That's right. The 19 trips to the red zone. Much, it's likely that leads the NFL. I guess I could look it up. <laughs> but I, it's very likely that could lead the NFL. Although, oh, by the way, Aaron, I do have to bring this up. It was a Mosley, it was a rare Mosley connection. You remember Friday? I said I kind of smelled a, a Buffalo blowout of Miami, and I think you and others were kind of like, what? Ah, hello, what are you talking about? That's weird. Miami's been incredible. I kind of thought about that, Aaron, when it was like 48 to 20, and I think they finally went down there. I saw a big play for Miami. I don't know what the final was, but at one point it was 48 to 20. A blowout for the Buffalo Bills. Aaron, I just thought I would point that out because one of the few times I would, I, I, my gut feeling was correct. You talked about the Cowboys dominating 38-3 win over the Patriots yesterday. You don't have to congratulate me, Aaron. And Dak Prescott was, of course, asked about their next game. Not of course, but he was, and uh, he, well, he didn't like the question too much. Dak, what was the feeling leaving that locker room last January against those guys? No, I mean, it's obvious. I mean, we're so far past that, to be honest with you, but that's obvious. I mean, you just want to piss me off going into this week, and I appreciate that. I do, actually. I do. Um, yeah, appreciate that. Appreciate that. lost drive, you guys. I mean, every, every day. Uh, <laughs> every day. <laughs> that was Todd Archer. It was. Yeah. Our friend Todd Archer from ESPN had, had lunch with him yesterday. Before the big game, and uh, that Arch, uh, he peed him off, peed it, peel, and then and then uh, then uh, Ed had to get permission, Aaron, from ESPN to use that word in his report and not have to bleep it out or whatever. And ESPN said, "That's okay, that's okay, you can say that." And uh, so, Aaron, I'm glad you didn't beep it either. We, we we're now. I only didn't because it was from the ESPN. <laughs> Uh-huh. I was it like, was if like they can use it, we can use it. Yeah, that's right. Yep. That's right. Oh, Ed. I mean, uh, Aaron. I'm sure our management is 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 hanging on our every word right now. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> I'll be getting a text any second. What are we saying? <laughs> We're using poor foul language. No, it was uh, that was kind of interesting. It it is t- after a 38 to three game. And I'm sure Todd was getting ready for his story for the San Francisco, but that's an that's an interesting time to basically say, you know, like what about that loss? What what did you feel like when you left? Yeah, that's a tough. I mean, the, the Archer's a great friend, but that's an interesting time to drop that question after a 38-3 win in the aftermath. I mean, like they'll and maybe it's because he has to get something from Dak for some story that's going to run before they get Dak again. They probably get Dak on Thursday. You know, it would help, Aaron, if I just... Well, the problem is they get Dak, like, right when our show starts. When we were 4-6, to I had a chance of getting out there, getting some stuff, and then racing back to do the show. That is not really a possibility now (laughs) because we are 3-6. to But, uh, Aaron, something tells me if we ever offered Drake, like, an extra hour, 
Like he would take it. Like I don't <laughs> think he would like turn us down no. on that. And uh more speaking of Drake, his uh his new co-host, Cam Stewart, is gonna join us here in a little bit because he's a huge Patriots fan. And we need to talk about that scene. That was a really strange scene. Aaron, did you have one more you wanted to hit? Do we have any? Nobody's talking about this Taylor Swift. I was really (laughs) hoping we could talk more about her. And by the way, Aaron, our 5 o'clock guest today calls me today, and we're talking about the death of one of our friends. And then he says, Matt, i got to switch gears for you with you. And and I'm thinking, okay, where are we going here? He's like, why? Why is this such a big deal? Why is... And I try to explain it, and he's like, but why? Why is this a big deal? Like, why is she a big deal? And I was like, well, stretch, she's a pop icon. I, I'm like, think about, like, when Michael Jackson was at the top of his game. Mm-hmm. And he made a fair point. He's kind of like, but he could dance. Michael could dance. She doesn't do that. And I said, well, I get that. But to certain, to teenage g- girls and women... I'm talking age 14 all the way to 55 or 60. I mean, she appeals to that entire crowd. And And so, anyway, I tried to kind of explain it. I don't know if it went over that well, but (laughs) that's what he was wanting to know. What's the deal about, it's kind of like a Seinfeld, what's the deal about Taylor Swift? All right, Aaron, anything else? Did you have any Taylor Swift comments? I did not. Just going to remind everybody. Only one Monday night football tonight. We kind of got spoiled the first three yeah. weeks of the NFL season with two matchups each Monday night. But tonight, the NFL does love them. Some New York teams in prime time. The Giants at 7-15 host the Seahawks on ABC and ESPN. Snoozer. Snoozer. Absolutely. Give me uh, – but I will watch the Manning cam, the Manning cast over on ESPN2. I don't know if they're doing one of those. If they are – that's what I'll watch because they're funny, their commentary's good, and sometimes they have people on I like. And sometimes oh, that's like, a good point. I, I, yeah. I usually don't watch the Manning cast, but oh. during bad games, I'll start doing that. Oh, I love it. I love it. They're very funny, and it, honestly, it's the best when it's just the two of them because they just goof on each other. They're funny. I mean, like, Eli's funny just because he kind of he's goofy funny. Peyton's like truly funny. Eli's just kind of like, <laughs> like almost like dad humor or something. Right. All right. Speaking of dad humor, now this is, I don't think that describes Cam. Cam's too young to be a dad. Cam, wait. Wait just a few years, buddy. But he does have a girlfriend, seems to be very serious about. Uh, Cam Stewart, one of the newest members of ESPN Central Texas, is also a huge Patriots fan. We're going to talk Cowboys Patriots. We'll do that next. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. Hey, neighbor, I saw your license plate. Welcome to Texas. Thanks. I'm going to need a bigger mower for this lawn. Seems like everything's bigger here. (laughs) It sure is. And we're saving up for a big pool. Well, then you're going to need a high-yield CD from EECU. They have a 5.5% APY on a nine-month CD. 5.5%? That is big. Yep, we've done our banking with EECU for years, and we opened a CD just last week. It was fast and easy to open online. Just call 800-333-9934 or go to eecu.org slash high yield and open your CD in under five 
five minutes. Wow. What'd you call them? EECU? <laughs> That's right. They've been helping Texans grow their savings for over 85 years. You can't go wrong with EECU and a 5.5% APY, but hurry, go to EECU.org slash high yield today because it's a limited time offer. Thanks for the tip. Hey, uh, you don't know any good fishing spots, do you? Federally insured by NCUA. APY is annual percentage yield. $2,500 minimum deposit required from an external source. Membership requirements apply. For additional terms and conditions, call 800-333-9934. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cnccollisioncenter.com, and find them on Facebook. Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance has the experience to help you understand your coverage options, whether it's auto, home, life, or business insurance, or retirement planning. Joe Wimpy is a multi-time Agent of the Year award winner, and he's proud of his longtime connection to Baylor University. His brother Jerry played football for the Bears. Uncle W.J. Wimpy was Baylor chaplain for 50 years, and his son Bo played baseball for the Green and Gold. If you're looking for a new insurance quote, call or text Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance today, 972-771-8051. Sunday night, it's your Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers live from Levi's Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians for Baylor Athletics, specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sport-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, they tackle all surgical and non-surgical problems that arise from an active lifestyle. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. And when injuries sideline you, don't wait for Monday. Join us at 8.30 a.m. on Saturday mornings for our post-game injury evaluation clinic. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, we get you back in the game. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. What is Matt Mosley? Uh, the Matt Mosley Show. Cam Stewart standing by. A uh, tough day for Cam yesterday with his Patriots in town in Arlington. Cam made the trip up. I was getting pictures from the pregame. Apparently entered on the wrong side of the stadium. Took him a while to get to the seat. 
Cam, did did y'all mainly talk today? I got to I got to peek in a little bit on that that maiden voyage of the Drake Toll Show with Cam Stewart. Now, Cam, by the way, congratulations on that. Welcome to the uh, the family. And uh, did did Drake when he would give the name of the show? Did he did he hit the with Cam Stewart pretty hard, or was he a little light on that? Taking the under on that one, Matt. Let's just say that. <laughs> All right. We're hoping he'll add that into the repertoire. But uh, Drake, but you know, he, you could understand he was on a lot of trips, a lot of junkets, as uh, my man Stretch uh, Smith likes to call them. And um, in, in BYU, flying him across the country, he found religion right there in Provo. And I looked at some picture, Cam, and there he was, like on the Provo game day. And I'm thinking, now, they're playing Cincinnati. They got to know he's a Baylor guy. But I guess, was was he there in his role, like the Big 12 podcast, locked on Big 12 podcast? Explain to me how Drake ended up on this huge game day TV scene there in Provo like the voice of the Big 12 now. I don't know how we got there. He almost got ran yeah. out of town just talking about Baylor, and now the whole conference wants a piece of him. <laughs> oh, man, I tell you. Uh, but uh, glad he got to travel, and he loves a good soccer game. I, I From the photos the other night, was very impressed with the, uh, with the, the BYU soccer players. Uh, players he thought that was a good bunch and had a good time out there and they do some things that he enjoyed and I think he enjoyed all the fire they have like people that come out and throw fire sticks around during the football game like at the end of the third quarter or something they go out there and do some really interesting things some fire dancing and uh so anyway I, I think he fell in love with BYU now you did not fall in love Cam with that football game yesterday, I'm sorry to make you relive this, 38-3 loss for the Patriots. Some people thought it was like one of the worst quarterback games in uh, New England history. And, of course, they had Tom for so long and had such sustained greatness. Um, where, I mean, where, where what, was that, what was that experience like? Just completely miserable, or were you at least able to – enjoy being with friends and hanging out at at, uh, at AT&T Stadium? I enjoyed it. Um, I'd, be, I'd be lying to you. I would. Yeah. It was a good tailgate. It was fun. Yeah. As soon as we went in those gates, though, it, it uh, didn't turn out well. We, we got a nice tour of AT&T Stadium, just getting to those seats, um, and got some good cardio in there. And when we got to the seats, it was – it was three nothing boys, but the but the Patriots were in the red zone. Um, it, we're knocking on the door of the end zone, um, and it was coming right at us. We were right behind one of the end zones there, and we're like, okay, this is just the beginning. And little did we know, we we had already missed the best part. Um, it is. I have been watching the Patriots for almost twenty years now, and look, I get it. It's almost all been almost all been good. I I will admit that. Yeah. But that was the most inept offensive performance I've ever seen from this franchise. I mean, that was just horrific. Um, not even not even just bad in terms of can't move the ball, but actively 
threatening your chances of winning the game, having the ball in Mac Jones' hands. It was just pitiful. And I've been a Mac defender for so long, and I, I never thought it was his. It was it was on him, and I, most of the time I'm I'm right there. But yesterday was just an abomination of a performance. Well, he got away with one of those across-the-field throws, and then he tried another one, and there comes Deron Bland. You just can't do that. I mean, in the NFL, no matter how much arm talent, and I think we could say he's probably not top five or top ten in arm talent at this point in his career, you can't rip a ball all the way back across the field and expect for something good to happen. And Deron Bland took that for a house call. Now, he was I did, by the way, Matt. When we saw, we saw that whole thing, and yeah. I tell you, I'd say I wouldn't even try that throw on Madden with Pat Mahomes on easy mode. And here's a guy out there in real life <laughs> with an arm the size of mine, and you saw me in that in that player-issued football jersey last week in the Baylor tailgate. You You see just how much muscle I'm throwing out there. Kid with about an arm the size of mine tried it in an NFL game. I can't believe it. It's still – I had trouble sleeping last night thinking about that one. That was so poor. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, though. Sorry. I had Thank to put you. that out there. No, it's fine, man. Uh, Cam Stewart, new member of the uh, ESPN Central Texas family. Cam, I hope you all at least showed some excitement toward the Rangers making the playoffs. They stumbled in, of course. They, they they had a bunch of champagne and then go out and lose the last game regular game of the you know regular season game of the season and can't win the division and now we'll have to go to Tampa but that is tomorrow at 208 first pitch right after y'all's show we'll have Rangers baseball I mean I'm not saying we'll have it on our station but we'll have Rangers playing baseball so that's a huge thing and that's something I want you and uh, Drake each day I'm going to send y'all like some notes of things I want y'all to talk about. Okay, and feel free to ignore those, but I do like to send kind of a morning note out things I would like to be featured on the Drake Toll Show. Yes, with um, with Cam Stewart. I mean, this look at this quote from Belichick. They take Mac Jones out with 3:41 remaining in the third quarter. He says. I didn't think there was any point of leaving him in the game. Now, he kind of kept coming back to that when pressed about him taking Mac out of the game. What did you, as a longtime Patriots observer, do you think Belichick is finally sort of getting to the point where he's ready to get off the Mac Jones train and, and, and maybe try Zappy? or something else. Don't they have uh, former Cowboys quarterback Will Greer perhaps in the mix as well? Uh, is 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 Belichick you getting ready to move on? I think he might be getting ready to get off the train, but he's looked out the window, and it's going awfully fast, and it's raining, and they're on the side of a mountain on the train tracks, and he's like, shoot, man, I'd love to get off, but I just don't know that I can right now. Uh, Bailey Zappi is, is what he is, and he, at best, will be a journeyman backup. Um, he can't even give you the mm. things that Matt can give you. Uh, will Greer has been there just for a cup of coffee so far, so I don't know if they're ready to make that jump yet. But you're also, Belichick's a coach that's never going to tank. 
uh, for better or for worse. So you're kind of stuck with what with what you got right now. And they even yeah. the Patriots had these hoodies put in their lockers that the coaching staff bought for them apparently that on the back says no one's coming to help us. It's just it's on us. And so uh, I know they're using it to galvanize the team, but it also means you know. They're not spending money on a receiver. They're not, uh, you know, they don't have just someone who can back up Matt Judon. They don't have a, another corner they can bring in that they're down four corners now because it looks like Gonzalez is going to miss some time. It's on these guys in the locker room. And I think the benefit of them is they're, they're through the toughest part of their schedule, actually. Mm-hmm. They got New Orleans coming up on, on, on Sunday, but having played Philadelphia, Miami, the Jets, and Dallas, that, that's the toughest four-game stretch of their schedule by far, even though they have a really tough schedule. So, uh, no, uh, to answer your question, I think he probably wants to get off it. We all do. Yeah. But the, the train is headed to the 17-week station, and they got what they got right now. You all should try something I coined for the Mavericks a few years back called competitive tanking. All right? You hang in there, you fight, but you're also tanking. The problem is you got teams like the Broncos and the Bears out there that are that are competitive tankers or kind of uncompetitive tankers. Uh, and like that was such a that game got to twenty eight twenty eight. Now I had to laugh because they turned the Rangers game on. I was up there in the press box watching that game, and I was mildly interested because it suddenly became a tie game, but not interested enough to ever go back. Like last night, I had some stuff come up. And I, ne- I just realized as I was talking to you that I never thought to go back and, and, and look to see, like, who won that game. <laughs> like, I care so little about those two franchises right now. And even though Sean, I've known Sean forever, but that's a disaster. Can you tell me who won between the Broncos and the Bears? Sean, because that was Broncos victory. Okay, they did pull that out win on just, U.S. soil since beating the Cowboys in Dallas two years ago. <laughs> if you're keeping track at home. What did we have on uh, foreign soil yesterday? We had a we had some kind of thing going on, and we had like a toy story. There's just some things that happen, Cam, and when you get older, you feel disconnected with a lot of things, really, in general in life. And like, while I Toy Story is, I mean, I'm very familiar with it and Tom Hanks and the whole thing. I didn't, I've never, I don't guess I cared enough to read up or understand what they were trying to accomplish with a Toy Story football game. Did you, can you explain that to me? Were they, were they using Toy Story characters and, and somehow it, it, it was simultaneous to the actual game that was going on? Unbelievable television event, Matt. I'm talking finale of MASH, who shot JR, NFL draft and Super Bowls all put into one. It was incredible. So basically, they animated the game. They had the game going, but it was all these toys and animation. And they were the field was a rug in Andy's bedroom, and they they had the Slinky Dog, uh, you know, taking back the the penalty yards and. Woody celebrating on the sideline. It was a fantastic event. I was watching it on the. I was watching it on my phone on the way up to Arlington yesterday, and it was unlike anything I've ever seen. 
the intrigue is enough for me. It was great. Uh, Cam Stewart with us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Baylor, UCF. I mean, what a what a deal that was. I hope you were measured in your first half comments and weren't trying to. You may have a co-host occasionally that likes to very real time, very emotional tweeting. I, I, you know, I don't know if you try to go tweet for tweet with Young Drake, but man, I mean, talk about the worm turning. What an amazing comeback! And I'm sure um, your latest locked on Big Twelve Baylor, po- or excuse me, Baylor podcast has to be a very exciting and fun one. Um, I mean that that's unlike anything we've ever seen with Baylor. They had that great comeback to beat TCU in you know 2014, 6158. Aaron and I were talking about that. But to be down 35-7, be down and out and have everybody basically saying fire Aranda and to come all the way back. Cam, that was uh that that really that was pretty that was pretty exciting stuff. And I mean that TCU comeback in 2014, that's iconic. That won't be topped anytime soon anyway. But that team was built to score three times in, in ten minutes. Yeah, This team has not been able to move the ball all year. And, of course, a lot of that came with having Sawyer Robertson at quarterback and not Blake Shapin. But, I mean, just time-wise, it's 35-10 going into the fourth quarter. Correct. You don't have enough time to score 26 straight points. And the, the strip six helps. But, yeah, I was um, begging, Matt. I was on my knees for a video for Locked On Baylor just saying, please, Lord or anyone else, give me something to believe in in this team. Give me some sort of hope. Again, this is eight offensive plays into the game for UCF at 21 nothing, And I'm like, just any glimmer of hope I can, I can latch on to, I would take. And I didn't think I was going to get it. I, I thought we were going to have to wait at least a week for that. Um, it was it was painful to watch most of that day, and, and it wasn't fluky either. It wasn't like you know a team is moving the ball and they fall down twenty one nothing because of a couple of freak plays. Like they were they were getting their butts beat. Yeah, this way to ten ways to Sunday. I mean, it, it was they were getting spanked like a rented mule. But they they showed some real resolve. They showed that. Uh, Blake Shapin is the guy at quarterback. You know, the numbers aren't screaming off the page at you, but you watch the game, that's your quarterback right there. And it's uh, just truly uh, unbelievable is the most overused word in the English language, especially in sports. And that was pretty darn unbelievable what transpired in the last 17 minutes of the game on, on Saturday. The bounce house. That would be interesting to be at a place like that. And then Timmy McLean, I believe that's his name, the quarterback, makes an unreal play today uh, in, in running around forever. And generally, when someone does something like that, the next thing that happens is they beat you with a game-winning field goal. And to see that field goal go short and outside the uprights, I mean, that was a, that was a feel. Even a grizzled journalist like myself, Cam, Man uh, has won many, many awards. I don't know. I may be making that up, but I was, uh, I was giving it some fist pumps. I mean, that was really incredible stuff. Incredible theater 
uh, as the Bears find a way. Hey, Miranda was giving some fist bumps. Even oh, Dave hey. was getting excited. So that's that's even worse than a grizzled journalist. Yeah, Dave was getting into it. That's how you know it's a big deal. I hope by the luncheon today, Dave had calmed back down to his normal self. But people that that you know like to bring up his lack of fire, I'm telling you, it was 28 to seven, and the Bears blocked a field goal, and he went crazy. Cameras picked it up. He's going crazy, and then late in the game, as they're coming back, he's doing the same thing. He's got his hand above his head, and he's kind of pounded, like kind of pounding the rock, so to speak. And uh, and it couldn't have hurt to have Coach O show up on the scene. Uh, Coach Orgeron, who gave it a big sickum, and uh, that now that's somebody that would be good on that Locked On show or on. Um, Y'all ought to try to get uh, Coach O on. You got you and Drake are young enough to probably know that Parker Orgeron, <laughs> his son. Have y'all tried this yet? I think y'all a Coach O appearance that would be pretty cool. You're the, you're the man in this business, man. I'm looking at your address book for this. <laughs> we have a fake Coach O that calls in from time to time. The real Coach O can be. Uh, can be tough but we'll have joey we'll get joey on this week it'll be a big time and and uh it's it's gonna be a fun week preparing for that game cam uh good to glad congrats on your first show in the books and um keep drake focused i've tried to tell drake i want like you know gotta plot these things out i mean i love how y'all do your different podcasts because y'all put those topics like boom 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 here's what we're gonna get to but you'll want to do that on this radio thing, too. You'll want to know, kind of have the parameters set up. But uh, anyway, it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, but uh, day two, tomorrow, and that's that's noon to two, the Drake Toll Show with Cam Stewart. Uh, Cam, thank you, sir. Beyond. If there was one thing I wanted to relive, it was that Patriots game. So I appreciate it. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Cam, Cam was off in the... Uh, Oh, it's some pretty nice-looking um, pregame activities, and uh, Patriots had a lot of tents. And these people, they showed up, and they were ready to go. They were doing their Zeke chants, and then they just got waxed 38-3. to And quite honestly, went over about a 20-year period when you win that many Super Bowls and go to that many AFC title games, at some point you need to endure – some misery and finally patriots fans are feeling some of what a lot of other fans uh have been feeling a lot over the years all right matt mosley show espn central texas let's uh let's keep rolling we got the campus confidential at 440 and we'll look around college athletics let's do some cowboys let's do it next go cowboys this is Dallas Cowboys football 2023. Shotgun for Prescott. Looking left, looking right. Only heard here. You check down to Dowdle on the right side, running hard. All season. Rico Dowdle, touchdown Cowboys. Sunday night, it's your Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers. Live from Levi's Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the 49ers. Sunday starting with the pregame at 6 here on ESPN Central Texas. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. 
At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Brazos Valley Golf and Battery is a locally owned and operated sales specialist in Robinson, Texas. They carry new and refurbished automotive, commercial, lawnmower, marine, RV, and power sport batteries at better prices than any of the national chains. Need your battery checked? Visit Tommy and he'll do it for free. They also carry new and used golf carts, cart accessories, and do custom golf carts as well. Shop local. Brazos Golf and Battery on 77 in Robinson. Look them up on Facebook or Google. Brazos Golf and Battery. Don't miss the end of summer sale happening now at Lone Star Structures. Say big on in-stock storage sheds, ready-to-move-in cabins, greenhouses, chicken tractors, dock kennels, porch swings and gliders. Conveniently shop their sale inventory online 24-7 at LoneStarStructures.com. Lone Star Structures is family-owned, and their skilled craftsmen have been building top-notch storage sheds for more than 25 years. Stop by their location on Highway 77 in Rosebud Lot. Visit LoneStarStructures.com or call 254-583-4411. Hurry in, sale in soon. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. The future of joint pain relief is here. It's QC Kinetics, Advanced Regenerative Medicine. This is amazing stuff. It is Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. If you've been told more steroids or surgery are your only options, don't be so fast. Get a second opinion. Learn more about how you can harness your body's own healing agents to attack that joint pain. I've got pain in my neck from a bicycle accident. This is long-lasting relief. QC Kinetics doesn't mask the pain. These treatments go to the very root of the problem. Using concentrated healing properties placed directly in your joint to restore and repair that damaged tissue. Life is about motion. QC Kinetics is giving people their lives back with these all-natural treatments. Call the local medical professionals and get a free consultation today. Call 254 415 4100 254 415 4100 that's QC Kinetics 254 415 4100 want to celebrate the bears big win or watch every road game on big screen TVs sound up loud and bear fans all around the buckle is where you need to be with a location just off campus within walking distance of the stadium the buckle is a perfect den for food and beverages open 2 hours before kickoff and get ready for the Buckles Full Restaurant, opening in China Spring real soon. Drop on by the Buckle, the place for bears to be. When it comes to me and my money, I know the way it should be. I need a partner I can count on. That's Genco and me. Genco is my credit union. They're always there for me. They're Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show, and we've got Campus Confidential. Lots of college uh, stuff to react to. Great games the other night. I was taking a peek around at a lot of different things. Ole Miss. Aaron, there might be. 
I don't know. I don't know if we should play it or not. Did you happen to hear? I'm trying to think if that was the LA was that LSU Ole Miss. Did you hear RG three, or have you heard about what he said during the game? I have not. Okay. RG three made a reference. It was a religious reference to something that happened during that game, and I thought it was a hoax at first. I thought it. I mean, it was so far out there that I I just didn't even know what to do with it and then I listened to it and and again I don't Robert has a way of occasionally kind of letting it just go and just kind of saying whatever's on his mind and of course if you're Charles Barkley you can say anything he's about the only one that can just say anything on his mind what what Robert said during that game was just bizarre completely bizarre and he made a reference to jesus and you always kind of wonder okay are we is that a good thing to do do we need to get jesus involved in this game and it was a strange thing people listening probably know what i'm talking about and uh i'm still a little bit uh, baffled by uh what we uh what we saw on that in that situation okay we got a lot to discuss, though, in Campus Confidential. Um, a little while ago, Cowboys coach Mike McCarthy said Zach Martin and Rico Dowdle will both be in the rehab group early in the week, but both do have a chance to play Sunday against the Niners. Dan Quinn, after that game, um, uh, basically said, uh, and this was just about an hour ago, uh, with a dominant 38-3 showing after bouncing back against Arizona. He said, yesterday, that was us. That was us. I, I think even Jerry was kind of stunned. And I, I got to visit with him after the game. And he he just the fact that they had done that to Belichick and beat him 38-3, Deron Bland had the pick six. He had two interceptions. I mean, he's he's nobody's going to be Diggs. But Aaron, if you look at Deron Bland's career, it's pretty remarkable. The amount of like touchdowns he scored, the amount of interceptions he has. I mean, this is a guy that was what a fifth round pick, and and now it's just kind of like he's. He's become a monster starter for the Cowboys. And he he was a slot guy who's moved outside. Jordan Lewis plays inside. And on that throw that Mac Jones made kind of across the field, Deron Bland closed hard on it and took off the other direction. Um, the uh, Also, Mike McCarthy said of Micah Parsons, who left that game yesterday, had his knee and ankle evaluated, he said, I'm not of high concern with it. All right, could be limited on Wednesday when they get back and start practicing, but uh, should be okay for the game. It'd be shocking if he didn't he didn't play. McCarthy also said Tyron Smith's knee is doing much better. Um Cowboys have an NFL best three defensive touchdowns this season. They also have the most defensive touchdowns, 12, in the NFL since Dan Quinn became 
uh, the defensive coordinator in 2021. Uh, I, I mean, I, there's not much. There's not much to complain about. Uh, red zone continues to be an issue, but I mean, part of that, Aaron, is we can we can make fun of Mike, and that's okay. But if you rip one in there to the guy you made, what a second round pick, Luke Schoonmaker. Uh, if you rip a ball into him and you hit him in the hands in the end zone, I think he's supposed to actually catch the football. So we can talk about, all oh, lack of creativity. Oh, the red zone's not great. I mean, Dak put a beautiful ball into him, and he just didn't catch it. So what else can they do? Well, Aaron, they could, they could give it to Lipke. L-U-E-P-K-E, the fullback. How about him? What is he, number 40 or number 43? Anyway, they, 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 they handed the ball to him, and, uh, and that was great. Now, from a special team standpoint, I did have a chance after the game to talk to uh, Chauncey Golston. Aaron, how beautiful was that? On, a, on, a, on an extra point, they come crashing in there. Slater, who's a great special teams player for the Patriots, and they just pull the chair out from under him. Anger rolls out, <laughs> throws it to Golston, and Golston goes racing into the end zone. Now, he said in the moments before they went out there to do that, Aaron, major, like, butterflies. You know, you're just not used to. But from where they put that, they're just not fake PATs. You see fake field goals from time to time to try to get the first down. You rarely see in the NFL um, true fake PATs that work. In fact, the Cowboys, Aaron, since they moved it back there, I mean, they're just, they're just barely ever happened. And that one worked to perfection. Anger puts it on them. And um, it's something they ought to think about with the field goals. I think, you know, in a game, Aaron – where they were already looking dominant, some would argue, do you really want to burn that play in that game? That score put them up 18-3, to but it was, uh, it was nice. Now, Aaron, I did kind of like, do you, are you, do you have access to that Dak thing you played earlier? I loved it when you played that during the Blitz. Would we be able to hear that again here in a second, Aaron? Yeah, give me. Okay. I'm give, I'll give Aaron a second. Um, Aaron had, during the Blitz today, played a, a, a something from Dak that I really liked. And <laughs> I think Dak is wondering why they can't just talk about a 38-3 to win. And that they have to go back. And, and Todd Archer, our buddy, after the game, wanted to know, you know, what was that like? Do you remember what that feeling was like in the locker room after losing to San Francisco? Well, they've lost to San Francisco now twice in the playoffs, back-to-back. One was an awful end-of-the-game thing. One was Dak played poorly. The whole thing came apart last year, and they get another game. Uh, But here is Dak being asked about um, last year's game. This was immediately following a 38-3 win over the Patriots yesterday. Todd, 
Doc, what was the feeling leaving that locker room last January against those guys? No, I mean, it's obvious. I mean, we're so far past that, to be honest with you, but that's obvious. I mean, you just want to piss me off going in this week, and I appreciate that. I do, actually. I do. Um, yeah, appreciate that. Appreciate that. Does that loss drive you guys? I mean, every, every day. Uh, <laughs> every day. Every day, Todd. Every day. <laughs> every day, Todd. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> I think the look Aaron suggested really, really like that, that was I, you the know, look. maybe from other people, you know, I, I, I might uh, I might expect that question. But Todd didn't expect you to go there. And uh, it was just kind of and it must have they must have already brought up the 49ers and, and Todd was piggybacking off of that. Now, if we have time later, we'll let you hear a little bit of Jerry. Um, we're, we're certainly going to let you hear from Dave Aranda, uh, today because, uh, some really interesting stuff. And I got to compliment Aaron, the, uh, I mean, one of the legendary broadcasters of all time, whether it be golf. I mean, I knew him as a kid, Aaron, you probably remember him as a WFAA, uh, new sportscaster. Talking about Vern Lundquist, he did bowling for dollars when Aaron, when we were little kids, and I can barely remember it, but I, it certainly happened circa nineteen eighty or eighty-one or something like that. And then Vern went on to become an incredible national broadcaster. Uh, he's done it all, uh, and he's done it well in SEC football as of late. Not doing that anymore, but still doing golf. And uh, our new show, um, from noon to two, the Drake Toll Show with Cam Stewart, they had Vern on. So I thought that was pretty neat today. And Aaron, uh, Aaron, I bet that is surreal when you call up Vern Lundquist or he calls in or whatever. And it's like, I mean, there's just it's such an iconic voice. And uh, I miss him in college football. All right. Our very, our, one of the uh, favorite things that we do on the Matt Mosley Show is Campus Confidential. We'll do that next. This is ESPN Central Texas. It's almost fall. School has started. Pumpkin spice is everywhere. And football is finally back. The temperatures are dropping and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait, this door doesn't latch. Or why doesn't this window open? Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October. And the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year for foundation repair. Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? Then you better call the doctor. He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. Call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. 
It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-659-7540-800-659-7540. 800-659-7540. That's 800-659-7540. Is buying a home on your wish list? Whether you are looking for your first home or your next home, an educated home buyer is the best home buyer. NeighborWorks Waco. Free home buyer education workshop walks you through the home buying process and answers your questions about everything from money management, understanding credit, obtaining a mortgage loan, and shopping for a home to protecting your investment. NeighborWorks Waco has assisted over 3,200 families in achieving their dreams of home ownership. Visit us at nw-waco.org and let us help you make home ownership a reality. Are you stuck in a nine to five trap with a limited pay structure and feel like there's no way out, but you know that you're destined for greater things? At Globe Life Giddens Organization, opportunity is unlimited. My name's Parker, a recent Baylor alum who is looking to be in business for myself, but not by myself. And I'm not only on my way to make over six figures within my first year, but I'm building residual income while doing so. We're looking for competitive, motivated individuals to join our team. For career opportunity, text GLOBE to 41372. GLOBE to 41372. Dooley Noted Law is a firm without the sledgehammer. I'm Michael Dooley, and you don't have to press one to talk. I'm not a fast food restaurant, and I don't wear a suit and tie, unless you want me to. I've met so many Central Texans who want to start a business with an online service. Cheap on the front end, but it creates a poor foundation. Dooley Noted Law creates an affordable, strong base to keep the money that you've earned in your pocket. Let's meet at DooleyNoted.com, a human side of the law. Campus Confidential is sponsored by Jim Turner Chevrolet. Jim Turner Chevrolet is just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and they will treat you like family. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show. And Aaron Sexton is always is on hand to guide us through 
Campus Confidential. And uh, thank you, Jim Turner Chevrolet, for what you do and, uh, and, and just being such a great partner over the years in sponsoring this uh, very, very popular segment. Aaron, where do we begin today coming off that extremely busy Saturday in which those Baylor Bears had the greatest comeback in school history? We'll start with the new AP Top 25 out today. Georgia's still number one, but their lead is shrinking. Michigan number, they got 35 first place votes. Michigan is still number two with 12 first place votes. Texas getting closer as well. They're still third, but with 10 first place votes now. Ohio State is fourth with one. And Florida State is number five in the AP poll with four first place votes. The rest of the top 10, Penn State, Washington, Oregon, USC and Notre Dame, number 10. Oklahoma is 12, one of only two Big 12 schools in the top 25, along with number three, Texas. Kansas dropped out after their loss to the Longhorns. Yeah. Aaron, I I was so focused on the Baylor game. I Even in though the first half was so awful, I didn't – I mean, it looked like Kansas kind of hung around and had that at 20-14 to 14 in the second half, and it got away from them. I, I don't understand what keeps happening to this quarterback, Jalen Daniels. I was so kind of excited to see what, what how he would perform. Kind of Ewers and Daniels had put up similar numbers this season. Aaron, what happened with Daniels? I, I it's like literally, I heard something happen before the game. I don't know if it's stretching. I don't know what was going on. I was I, I happened to be with my Jayhawk buddy today, and he starts telling me that Jalen, he hurt himself doing something before the game, like a stretch or something. Um, Aaron, let's keep our eye on that. I just, every time I get excited about watching that great young quarterback play, something weird happens. Well, I just... And Jason Bean is out there, and I like Jason Bean. It's not like he's not a good quarterback, but he's certainly not the you know the, as good as the starter. Yeah, apparently he re-aggravated a back injury before uh. the uh, before Can- uh, Kansas season opening win uh, against Missouri State yeah. and re-injured yeah. it before the Longhorn game, which is why he didn't uh. play. Which obviously makes a huge difference in the outcome because yeah. he's he's special when he's on the field, like you said. Hey, Kirk Bowles. He missed practice today, too, so he may miss this week as well. Kirk Bowles, who's on with us uh, quite a bit, and uh, Austin American Statesman. Aaron, I I think you got to watch it, like when you're a columnist in a town. And, of course, he went to UT. But he's not a homer in the sense he beats. I mean, you know, when they're playing poorly, Kirk does not cheerlead that team at all. I mean, he points it out. But, boy, AP vote came out, Aaron, and I noticed Bowles had them number one. He had them. He had Texas up to number one. How many votes did you say they had, Aaron? Ten? Mm-hmm. Okay. Michigan had 13, and yeah. Georgia had 35. Okay. So Texas is starting to get more votes. Georgia was struggling in that game. Aaron, I got to say, we went to visit Auburn just to let my daughter see it. That scene, like when you just watch one of those from above look-ins 
to Jordan-Hare Stadium and you're playing Georgia. And, of course, they don't have a quarterback at Auburn, but they're pretty good. In fact, they were up on Georgia, I think, 17-10 to 10 at one point, but they can't throw the football. That right there, Aaron, I don't know. Like, if you were going to try to say what are the greatest scenes in college football, I have to say I would almost prefer seeing a game there than Tuscaloosa. I, I That stadium looks more fun <laughs> and unbelievable. Now, also, I would like to see an SEC game at Tennessee, at Neyland. Uh, I, that, that, to me, and I've been in that stadium, but not during a game. That looks like an unbelievable scene. I would probably go, I'd like to see... A home game at LSU, Auburn, and Tennessee, and I and 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 then maybe Tuscaloosa. I think I'd put Tuscaloosa behind those schools. What am I missing, Aaron? Like SEC wise, I've been to Arkansas. I, I mean that's a that's a cool scene, mm-hmm. but it's not as great as those others. Uh, I've been to Kyle Field. That's a great scene. Memorials, DKR, eh, okay. I mean, it can be great. It can be a great scene in the right, you know, in the right kind of matchup. I think Michigan, I think I'd like to see a Penn State game. I think that would be an unbelievable atmosphere. Any for you, Aaron, that stand out? Just SEC? Well, I, I, I threw in a couple of big teams. Oh, I got you. Um, and I think you already mentioned it. I, Neyland looks pretty amazing on game day yeah. as far as SEC schools. You already mentioned uh, Cal Field, which is, I th- and it pains me to say it, but maybe the best game day atmosphere in the country uh, and game uh, game atmosphere in the country. Those, and then the, then the big house in Michigan, those are the ones that always yeah. come to mind for me as Texas A&M and Michigan. Well, now, we, what about the Ohio State? Yeah. I mean, that looks like a... The horseshoe? Mm-hmm. That That's... looks like a wild scene. The swamp? Would the swamp do anything for you? Like, if I could go see a Florida better. State game or a Florida, I would prefer. I'll tell you what, the one I didn't mention, between the hedges, that Georgia scene looks pretty amazing. I might put, I might go Tennessee, Auburn, Georgia, LSU. And, again, I'm talking about things I haven't done. You know, I've done Kyle Field. I've done Arkansas. That An LSU night game looks pretty amazing, like a Baton Rouge. And I, I, I'm trying to think, in the new Big 12, with, with all these new schools coming in from Arizona and Colorado, what's the best atmosphere in the whole conference? Huh. I don't know. I I mean, Boulder looks like a lot of fun. That look, I mean, just watching on TV against Colorado State, that looked incredible. I think I'd like to see a – I think I'd love to see a night game in Boulder, although a, a day game you could see those mountains. I think that BYU atmosphere is pretty amazing. That was the first one that popped into my head was yeah. seeing maybe a early evening game in Provo would be pretty awesome. God, Drake went out there and fell in love. I mean, I didn't know. I did not know if we would get him for this first show today. Just watching how he was tweeting about BYU soccer, 
I need to find out how much they paid him because, I mean, he they really he put a lot of great tweets out there, a lot of good marketing uh, as he was out there making his way around Provo. And I think he dropped by one of the synagogues. All right, Aaron, what else do you have? Two wet hospital two hospitalized West Virginia players are set to fly home from Texas after being injured against TCU over the weekend. Injured linebacker Trey Latham and safety Aubrey Burks will return to campus after they were carted off the field and taken to the hospital during the Mountaineers' win at TCU over the weekend. Latham underwent surgery on a lower leg injury. He'll miss the rest of the season. Head coach Neil Brown did not specify Burke's injury and didn't know when he'll be able to play again. The Mountaineers have this week off. They play next against Houston on October 12th. They look good. They did. They look um, I like Green. I like their quarterback. I like the way they play defense. I mean, to come in to Fort Worth. And, and, and to your point, the more serious thing is, uh, one guy had the air cast on his leg, but the more serious one was because we were waiting to see if that Aubrey Burks you were talking about was moving and everything, and he was walking around under his own power apparently the next day or that night. So that's great, great news as those players get ready to go back. But, Aaron, that, that West Virginia scene, we thought, and I think Drake owes them an apology because – we, we have been just saying, well, that guy's going to get fired. Like it was a no-brainer. I mean, they, they had to keep him because they hired an AD like a, the week before. They were trying to make that decision, and so they had to stick with him. And those guys are good. And I, I can envision, I'm looked at their schedule. They could win nine games. And I'm not saying they will for sure. they got to come to Waco, I think, late in the season. Is that right? I think the last game of the season, maybe they come to Waco. But they they literally could win eight or nine games when you look at their schedule. And they're sitting there three and one now. God, did not think – I did not think we would be talking about, like, a really good West Virginia football team. And I don't know if I'd call them really good, but the Big 12 right now is top-heavy. OU and, and UT – and kind of everybody else, maybe K-State right behind them. Well, OU's not with Texas right now, but they go mano a mano this Saturday at the Cotton Bowl. All right, Aaron, we got one time for one more here. What do you have? An Iowa State football player accused of illegal sports wagering has had his case dismissed and faces no more legal action because the state waited too long to indict him. A Story County judge granted the yes. prosecution's motion today to dismiss a misdemeanor tampering charge against Iowa State defensive tackle Deshaun Hanika after the state waited too long to indict him. They had 45 days after he waived a preliminary trial. State law requires them, uh, excuse me, state law requires that that they uh, indict him within 45 days after he waives his preliminary trial. That deadline was September 24th. He wasn't indicted until September 28th. He is one of more than a dozen athletes charged in the betting scandal. He was alleged to have made 288 bets with 70 on Iowa State basketball. So he got a, he they dismissed, dismissed charges because I of a technicality, but he will not be playing football again. I cannot believe an undergrad is making 288 bets. That's a lot. 
Golly. I mean, Aaron, I don't really bet on games anymore, but, like, I I just can't even imagine. I mean, it's been a long time since I've done that. But, like, at Baylor even, as a student, now I knew about people that bet on games, but I just didn't, you know, um, one of my. One of our young friends, one time here, got, oh, it was, it was, uh, he got caught because, like, on his parents' credit card, Norm Hitzkis's, um, Norm's clubhouse showed up on there. (laughs) 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 He was paying for Norm's picks. Oh, my goodness. All right. It is, uh, it is the, uh, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And we're going to be joined by former ESPN Central Texas show host, former Cowboys scout and coach, Glenn Stretch Smith. That is next. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Are you ready to elevate your Waco experience to a whole new level? Look no further than the Baylor Club, where you can indulge in one-of-a-kind luxury and unwind in our exclusive lounge area. Located in the heart of McLean Stadium, this elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs. With a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality, we take pampering to a whole new level. For interest in membership or to schedule your next private event, call 254-710-8080. I'm Joe Kaleo. Businesses are driven by vision and passion, and we share that drive. We aim to build a relationship with you to help ensure your financial plan matches your ambition. Together, let's bring your vision to life. Kaleo Wealth Management Group is a Central Texas team at UBS Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. For our client relationship summary disclosures, please visit UBS.com slash relationship summary. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Sunday night, it's your Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers live from Levi's Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Want to cover sports, news, try advertising, broadcasting? Well, the Baylor Department of Journalism, Public Relations, and New Media has the skills, knowledge, and opportunities you need to succeed in your next career. With five major concentrations and a nationally recognized student media program, whatever you need, we've got you covered. Start your degree today and make a difference. Check us out online and remember, for the best skills in the biz, with Baylor Journalism, Public Relations, and New Media, we've got you covered. King of the Road. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Rico, Xerox, Conic Minolta, Canon, Kisser, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 86. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. 
If you are the do-it-yourself type and you need help finding a certain item to finish the job, remember Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Over 2,000 items are featured in their showroom, including hinges, latches, post caps, and ornamental iron from Spring Creek. Pioneer Steel and Pipe is also the location for welding rods and welding accessories. If you are looking for Makita power tools, grinders, and cutters, Hillman nuts and bolts, or primer and caulking for metal buildings, drop by Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Highway 6, Loop 340 South, Waco. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Time Manufacturing, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. Boy, I tell you, uh, always uh, great to have this guy, Glenn Stretch-Smith, on with us, part of the Doomsday Podcast, WFAA-TV, and formerly part of the, the ESPN Central Texas family. And, uh, Stretch, great to have you on. I Tough day for a lot of us who've been great friends with Mark Frito Friedman. And uh, we lost him last night. Uh, and he had a medical ordeal, as you well know, three years ago. But, I mean, for so many people in the Metroplex, they love Frito. He was on the radio. He was a producer. He used to be with Norm Hitzkus. Uh, and he's just kind of been around for a long time. He helped us with our podcasting. And he's been a great friend to us. And Stretch, this is a this is a tough day for all of us. But uh, you know, I I just think about us working with him, watching him try to come back from this, uh, and and he really did a great job coming back. But uh, this was a uh, this was an enormous loss for us, uh, Stretch. And I just kind of wanted you to come on today and and us be able to reminisce a little bit and talk about uh, Frito. Yeah, it, it's obviously anytime you lose somebody that is passionate about what he does. And, you know, he was a guy that was always very, you know, a jovial guy. He was very fun to be around. And, and uh, I mean, he could, uh, you know, he could take it. And, uh, you know, when you dished it out to him and he, he'll be missed. I mean, he's a, he's a really, really really class act I, you know i saw him last at randy galloway's 80th birthday party and like you were saying i mean it looked like he was making a little comeback from from uh, the situation the health scare that he had had and uh, you know he'll be missed by a lot of people I, I know uh i know the lord's getting a heck of a producer today he'll go up there and produce some shows up there and uh i know he'll make us proud i think that's what i choose to choose to buy into right now mostly yeah. the fact that you know they, they needed a producer up there and they got him a good one yeah and maybe we got three more years with him is what i keep kind of trying to tell myself because that was he was in a coma in really bad shape three years ago uh but man it's just never enough we wanted to spend more time with him and uh 
and we had a lot of fun with him. And he liked to stir things up between all of us, didn't he? He he kind of liked to get the stick out, and he and he would get Galloway after me. Um, I I did not have any trouble. Occasionally, you would even become frustrated with me, as hard as that is for people to believe. And uh, Frito kind of loved all that. He orchestrated some of that, and uh, he just loved being part of the the band, right? He just kind of liked. He didn't. I, he did have a show, and he and he was good on the radio. But I think he always loved more just the camaraderie, going on trips, yeah. being part of the ticket, and then being a part. And he always blamed me for luring him away from the ticket to bring him over to 103.3 FM ESPN. But, uh, you know, and then he and Vagoda would somehow, like, play golf every single morning before work. I don't know how that worked, but they'd be out there playing golf at 6. So, uh, anyway, it's a uh, it's a tough day, but uh, we had a lot of fun with him. We're going to have a lot of great memories, and we'll celebrate him, I'm sure, coming up. Now, uh, switching gears a little bit, stretch. 38 to 3. I did not get to talk to you last night because of what was going on with Frito. But, I mean, I, it's pretty amazing, isn't it? First of all, before we talk about the Cowboys, to see a Belichick coach team look that hapless and to see a quarterback look that out of it in terms of winging the ball across the field, turnovers, fumbles. He had a fumble that went for a touchdown. He had an interception that went for a touchdown. He had another interception. Um, Stretch, this Patriots team, I it's not – I don't see any kind of turnaround coming for that group. Yeah, I mean, anytime you, you win, excuse me, you're winning that much and you're drafting that late in the first round, it is very, very difficult to maintain a certain level of – consistency. I'm talking about a winning roster, talking about guys that can maintain that level of play. So certainly uh, that, that that's taken its toll on on Bill Belichick, who I mean, arguably is the best uh, he's the best coach in football. I mean, I, 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 I'd argue that with anybody, but to see a team come in here and yes, like you were saying, they have always prided themselves on being the most prepared team. I mean, to get beat on a really a two-point conversion where they've got all eleven guys up there, and they were they were going to come block it, for, and they've shown that multiple times, and then try to run that. Dallas run the two play off or the two-point play off of it. Uh, I think it speaks volumes. Number one about uh, you know the level that the Cowboys are playing at, and. The, I know you're a you're a big fan of Bones Fossil, and you always like to give him, you know, you always like to give him his due on the podcast. So, you know, he he did a great job of designing that, and and it worked well. I think the the Cowboys defensively are doing a lot of things right now that are working well, and and uh, it's obviously they're going to play the marquee matchup this weekend against San Francisco, and I think it's what everybody's wanting to see. I think it's a it's a measuring stick for really where they are and and where they want to go. So it'll be interesting. But uh, to see a to see a team totally dominate a team like that, I, you know, I, I feel bad for Mac Jones. I know you know we have a relationship with him. My son and I are close to Mac, and I try to take that out of it when I'm 
what I am being an analyst and knowing yeah. that every quarterback that I've ever been around is going to press in that situation where they're not making any plays or really they're 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 out schemed, out classed up front. You know, he he's trying to make a play and 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 uh, you know through those through the pick six and then through a bad pick uh, later in the game. It was a it was a tough game to watch. Uh, you know, a quarterback struggle like that because I know what a good guy he is. But hey, as a Cowboys analyst, it was also good to see Dallas go out and dominate a game that they should dominate, and uh, and you saw them do that, especially on one side of the football. Uh, I, I liked what Dallas did. I mean, when Gonzalez went down, they went right at him. I mean, the very next play. So I think you got to see. Uh, you know, you got to see a little bit about what Dallas, I believe, wants to do when they get a healthy line. Everybody's kind of on them right now about not having much production in the red zone, and they should be. But I believe when this line gets healthy, uh, Tyron gets back in there, I think you're going to see a, a, a different Dallas, more physical team down there in the red zone, which is really the only place right now that I think you could ding this football team. What about, I mean, the Schoonmaker's got to make that catch, right? I mean, if you were breaking that thing down last night, you would have dinged Schoonmaker for, hey, if the ball's ripped in there, you got to make that catch. Do you give him anything on that, or is that uh, another tight end that dropped a ball? No, absolutely. I mean, you're in a tight area down there in the red zone, and you know when you run that seam route, and you're, you, you, you saw him, he had a good release, he widened it, in order to widen that safety a little bit, you know it's going to be a bang-bang play, and you've got to make that play. So absolutely, I mean, that's that's a situation where you would say that you've got to make that play. I think the thing that bothers me more is when they checked out of the play in the early in the in the in the game, they checked out of the play, and and, and Pollard and uh, you know Pollard and Dak run into one another like Keystone Cops. I mean, those are the things. I think that that have to be cleaned up, and obviously they will. But you know, you, you, when you get those, you know, you get those seam balls thrown in those tight areas, you know you're going to get hit, and you know there's going to be, you know, there are going to be hands up in front of the football. Certainly, he's got to make that catch. I like hearing you say Keystone Cops. It reminds me when I was in junior high, we couldn't one quarter we were having trouble against Will's Point. And we couldn't get it across half court on them. They put us in a little press, and we got in the car after the game. I think in that quarter alone, they outscored us about eighteen to two. And we I, we we climbed in the the car to ride home instead of on the bus with my parents. And my dad, my dad said, "Well, you guys in that first quarter look like the Keystone Cops out there." <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm glad I can. I'm glad I can bring up a good memory of your, of your dad. That makes me feel good, Mosley. <laughs> I just think about that. Oh, Will's point with Ron Griffin was giving us some trouble. Uh, it, uh, but uh, Glenn Stretch Smith joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, and we'll see. You know, Dak did not like being asked after that game about kind of. You know, what did you feel about leaving that game against San Francisco last year? Todd Archer asked him 
And, boy, he shot back. Like he said, are you trying to pee me off? You trying to get me going? I said, I'm glad you are. You trying to get under my skin? I mean, Dak gave him a look like we are so far past that. But um, I thought that was interesting. Dak had a little bit of salt. He was a little salty after that game, even in a 38-3. And he did not like being asked about the red zone, right, because they won that game 38-3. So interesting, and that's okay. I don't mind a quarterback uh, getting a little bit, you know, salty from time to time. But they are 7 of 19. We need to keep it real. And what McCarthy, uh, stretch, what McCarthy would have you believe is, hey, let's focus on the amount of trips they've been getting down there as a coach did y'all ever look at that stretch like hey i know we're not converting but we're getting a bunch of trips inside the red zone or did you not even care about that it was more about how many times are we converting yeah i mean i mean football's about being productive and we know Mm -hmm. that when you get down in tight areas and and that's what the red zone is it's a tight area you got to be able to come up and scheme some guys, you got to get a hat on a hat, and really, it's about the most physical team down in there. That's why I truly believe that the Cowboys' red zone offense will be much better when they're starting five offensive linemen are out there. But yeah, I mean, it it is a it's one of those things where you know you 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 need a C and I single, you need a you know, you need a bunt for a single every once in a while, and right now they're they're not getting that, and so it is a it, it is a magnified issue. And um, I think when you when you look at playing these tight games, like I mean, this is going to be a tight game with San Francisco. You've got to capitalize on your opportunities down in there, and I'm sure that's what Todd was pointing out. I'm sure that's what everybody's pointing out. I mean, oh. no reason to get mad at Todd Archer. I mean, he's He's in there doing his job, and he's reporting and asking a question. I, you know, but if you get a little get a little case of the red ass every once in a while, there's nothing wrong yeah. with that. I mean, that's you know, that, that, that that's good for a, for a cowboy quarterback to get that way. Yeah, Todd had a good button down, had his jeans pulled up pretty high, looked okay out there yesterday. <laughs> now you've been in this Texas OU game uh, quite a bit over the years. You coached for Switzer, you played for UT for uh, Acres in that game i mean it's a this is fun because this is the first time these teams have been ranked and undefeated in a long time i think i think you got to go back to 2011 and uh so this has some spice to it you got number three versus i believe what number 11 uh this is going to be a little different by the way what's the most ever corny dogs you had at one time for people that don't know stretch is six seven and probably played at about 250, about 245 or whatever, and, and, and stays in great shape, stays down there in, oh, I don't know, 230, 240 now. But, Stretch, you could at one point in your life put put away a lot of corny dogs, a lot of those Fletcher's corny dogs. What do you think was your most ever that you put away? Well, let me, I mean, let me, let me preface it by saying the key to, to going to the fair and eating a corn dog is to be being able to wash it down with that Dr Pepper. I don't know what they do to those guns. How they how they pour. it's a little different pour of a Dr Pepper at the state fair, and it kind of 
you know, when you chase it down, Mosley, it's got that burn in your esophagus a little bit. I mean, and if it's a good hot day out there, you take your good swallow of that DP, it gives it a little burn. And I think the the reason I'm sharing that with you is you can probably, I mean, I think you, and I mean, you, you, you're not afraid to eat either. You act like you, you won't get up there and, and eat corn dogs like the Russians are in St. Louis. I know you ain't afraid of that. And so, yeah, I think, I think about three good corn dogs and then you, and then you can wash it down with that DP. You hit one good solid belch and then a half of one. And then you kind of got to throw the, the other half away. It just, four of them won't go down. It just, it, it, it just, it'll put you down. But about three and a half is it with about, about, 15 good shots of mustard on there and you chase it mm. down with that dp i mean you know you gotta have you gotta have a half a sleeve of tums a half hour later but it doesn't get yeah. much better than that and i like those texas taters uh <laughs> and there's a, there's a couple things i like to get involved in there out at state fairs from the corner and i used to like that i mean it's a little weird to eat it you know out there in front of the world but those sausage on a stick is a good if you get the proper <laughs> sausage I mean that's a good thing if you and you put you kind of mustard that thing up. Um, that's not a bad thing to go after. Uh, one of those things, but that's a uh, that's a good. Those are fun times. Now, I mean some of these. Uh, I mean, well, are you excited though? I mean, I I think you are hopefully going to be there. Um, now you and your son were out at Texas A&M, Arkansas, but even that's a and that's a fun environment. Don't get me wrong, Aggies and the Razorbacks. Great fans. Everybody's going crazy the whole time. That's a good atmosphere. There's nothing like the Cotton Bowl. And it doesn't even matter if they're good or not. But this year, it's a different animal. Because you have both teams in the running for a college football playoff spot, especially the Longhorns. Uh, This is going to be a lot of fun Saturday. And what an atmosphere. And I don't know. There's nothing... I, I, there's nothing I've ever been to to compare it to. I'm sure if I went to see a game at Tennessee or an Auburn-Alabama game, I would have that point of uh, reference. But the, the, the volume level in a Texas OU game, and I can't be- imagine what it's like on the sideline. And I'm, I, as a coach, were you up there in the booth at those games or were you generally down there on the, on the sideline? I think one year I was upstairs and two years I was down. I'll tell you this story, though. Uh, Todd Shonar was on our staff at Oklahoma, and he had, he was a backup quarterback at Clemson. And I remember him talking the week leading up to the game about, you know, what's this going to be like? I'm, I mean, I've been a part of Florida State, Clemson. I mean, I've seen the, I've seen him put the spear in the field and, and uh, all week, you know, they're playing up there. They're, you know, at, in Norman, they're they're playing the eyes of Texas. They're playing Phil Collins. I can feel it coming in the air now, over and over and over. They're everywhere in the training rooms, everywhere in the weight room, it was everywhere. And I, I just told him, I said, yeah, I'm sure you've been a part of some big games, but trust me, you you haven't been in a place where. It's split down the 50s, the sea of orange, the sea of red. I mean, you're going to come out. You're going to see the schooner on one side. You're going to see Bevo on the other. You're going to see two teams that are going to walk down that tunnel, and it's going to be in, as intense uh, an atmosphere as you've ever been. And I think you kind of initially, 
kind of rolled his eyes at me maybe that Monday or Tuesday. And as the, as the week built up and as it kind of came along and, you know, Switzer would talk about, you know, previous times at Texas and Oklahoma. And the first time he walked down that tunnel, I remember he was right beside me. And he said, I, I've never experienced anything like it. And I said, I, I, I tried to tell you that, brother. I mean, it is, <laughs> it is, it is something that's special, and it's, uh, it, it really is. It's one of those games. It's a rivalry game that's, you know, is right up there with any of them. Obviously, I've got a bias, but I, I think yeah. that uh, anytime you get two teams that are, you know, that are good football teams that are, that are playing for, and there's a lot at stake here, it, it, it'll be a big, it'll be a big atmosphere and a big game to be a part of. All right, uh, I appreciate it. I also like that corn on the cob. That if you slather that with <laughs> enough butter and you put some of that pepper and stuff on there, seasoning, that's a great thing too. Get you in your teeth a little bit. But my mom always liked that corn on the cob, and so I've kind of taken after her in that regard. Uh, that's uh, good, you know, Mosley, yeah. I could, I could, I could see you. With with one of those things, and then going up and talking like talking to one of those John Deere salesmen about firing one of those tractors up so you could get the air going in there, so you could get that blowing and polish that thing back like you're going to buy a John Deere to to put it out on your property there in Kaufman. I could see you doing that, Mosley. I, yeah, I could I, see you doing. I was always enamored by those hot tubs out there, and thought maybe <laughs> if we could get one of those, we would really be moving up. Uh, but uh, all right, well, hey, great catching up and great uh, talking about our buddy Frito. We're going to miss him like crazy, but uh, appreciate you being on, and I'll uh, holler at you soon. Hey, I, I appreciate it, and, and, and tell Aaron if anything comes up, he can hang his hat on it. He can have a good day, too. <laughs> okay. All right, we will pass that along to Aaron Sexton. It is uh, Glenn Stretch Smith off into the night. Uh, to get into whatever's next for him. It's usually football. You know, he coaches in the USFL, but he also a uh, longtime Cowboys scout and coach. And, I, in fact, last night at the game, I was sitting next to a USFL scout. And I don't know exactly what he was look, what he, who he was monitoring or tracking, but uh, seemed like a nice fella. Uh, it is uh, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Let's listen to a little bit of Dave Aranda. The triumphant Aranda, the fiery Dave Aranda, uh, after that huge comeback win. Let's see what he said today, and we'll react to it next. The Bears are back home at McLean Stadium this Saturday, hosting Coach Joey McGuire and the Texas Tech Red Raiders on Go Gold Weekend in Waco. 5 p.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show with a 7 p.m. kickoff. Join John, JJ, and Ricky for all the play-by-play. It's the Bears and the Red Raiders. Big 12 football this Saturday, and it's right here on ESPN Central Texas. Robinson Athletic Booster Club proudly supports the athletics of Robinson High School, a nonprofit organization comprised solely of volunteers that lend a hand and encourage everyone to participate, whether in concession sales, event planning, finances, or even time. Robinson Athletic Booster Club is able to support the athletic program by purchasing equipment, supplies, and providing scholarships. For more information on how you can help, contact Denise at 254-214-3625. Let's go Rockets! 
Looking to connect with Baylor alums in your area? Baylor alumni can help. Looking to host a watch party in your city? Baylor alumni can get you started. Want to step out in your community and serve with other alums? Baylor alumni is your connection with the university and each other. Let's get started. Learn how at baylor.edu slash alumni. Hi, I'm Emmett Smith, Hall of Famer and all-time leading rusher with exciting news. Football legend Emmett Smith talking about all new regenerative treatments for joint pain from the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics. But did you know that you can encourage your body to actually heal itself with the help of QC Kinetics? QC Kinetics uses biologic therapies that are natural, restorative, and long-lasting. The body is an amazing thing. Trust me, I put mine through a lot. Exciting new relief is here for pain from arthritis, knee pain, lower back pain, pain in your hips and shoulders. I'm that guy. When you Google shoulder pain, my face pops up. But you don't have to be sidelined by pain anymore. Call QC Kinetics to learn more about biologic therapies. Don't let your joint pain keep you from doing the things you love. There's a new natural solution that patients are raving about. QC Kinetics. Let QC Kinetics help you improve your quality of life. Call QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget, check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show. We got a 7 p.m. kickoff versus Texas Tech ESPN 2, a gold out. Okay, I'm not going to get all caught up in what everybody's wearing. I'm tired of all that. But 
People do want they uh, Baylor's calling for a gold out, so that's fine. We'll promote that, and everybody can do that. Have a big time getting your gold. That works because the Baylor line is in gold. All right, then we'll do that. Uh, this is kind of cool. Derek Smith tweeted earlier with a high in the upper 60s and a low in the mid 50s on Saturday. Whoa, man! I have not looked that far ahead to see that so that is very very exciting and um uh aaron also some breaking news real quick the ejection i just i saw this earlier on the uh, at the waco trib uh bryce cherry was just tweeting about this that uh, uh the ejection of whitney linebacker david trey haynes the third it's the coach's son is overturned by the uil and the official has been removed from officiating pending a full investigation. This was out of that Whitney versus Dallas Madison game, and the Whitney linebacker appeared to accidentally bump into an official, and the official rips his helmet off. And it went viral, and it's been around, and it looked crazy. And uh, so that's great news. That's great news, and uh, that's been overturned. That is the right call. And so good for the Haynes family and good for the Haynes mom because she jumped in there and was getting after people on social media. And that's what you do. That's what you do when your son, your son has been wronged and they, uh, they submitted video and they got the thing taken care of. All right, Aaron, I want to hear. We got a little time here. We'll react to this as we go. But let's let folks hear from the triumphant Dave Aranda. He had his luncheon, his press conference luncheon today, and uh, I want to hear some of this, and then we'll react to it. Here is Dave Aranda talking about that amazing good. comeback it's good victory. To, it's good to see you guys. Uh, just in reviewing the tape, a fair amount to improve on. Um, but good to see the uh, response and good to see the fight. And good to see the uh, the final outcome. You know, we're all hopeful that this can propel us into this next week. I have a lot of respect for the Red Raiders and you know the momentum that they have and the team that they have and the coaches that are coaching them and the players that are playing. And so know that uh, we will have another big test ahead of us, and are looking forward to it. Take any questions you guys got. Dave, uh, you talked the other day about um, we'll see more of the tempo offense going forward. Uh, as you examine the film, I mean, what was it about that that was so effective, you know, late in the game during the comeback, and is that sustainable? Appreciate that. Yeah, I thought um, the tempo was effective because we were able to get lined up quick and there was no shifts in motions and it forced the defense to have to build a, to not make calls according to our formation, right? Get lined up, set edges, get tight on coverage, things that were um, so-so being accomplished, and I think we're able to take advantage of those spaces in between. Um, now, I think moving forward, you know, it has to be more um, diverse than that. It has to be more built in to the fabric of our offense than that, and um, that is what we're working on and preparing right now. Coach, I know you mentioned, you know, we want to see what we see in practice 
moved on to the football field on Saturdays. What exactly clicked mm-hmm. in that second half? appreciate the question. I think guys just continued to fight and believe. I think the locker room was one that um, believed we could still win. And when we were talking in there, the guys that were talking believed we could win. And when I was talking, I believed that we could win. And I could, I made eye contact with guys and they believed it. And so, you know, games like that, you know, I was, I was at Hawaii and we played Utah State. Gary Anderson was the coach and I was on the, on the other end of that. We were up and then lost the game to Utah State, came roaring back. And I think I mentioned to y'all a couple of years ago, I was um, at a school, we were up on Auburn, or Auburn was up on us and we came roaring back. Uh, nothing quite like this one, but I, you know, just being in the past, I haven't been in games like that, there is a belief that gets transmitted to other guys that maybe were so-so with their belief. And then it just builds and it takes off. And so very hopeful that that's what happens here. And that's what we're pushing for. All right. I, I like that. And, and he's going and, and looking at some of the other stops. And the belief gets transmitted to the other players who maybe didn't quite believe. And... I, I I just I, I loved what we saw. The fight is our feeling completely different because they went ahead and won the game. Well, absolutely. I mean, it was it was we might have been impressed with the fight, but one in four was going to be one in four. The fact that they they brought it all the way back and the but the it, it was remarkable. You have to have some luck. You got to have the team throw it to you. You got to have a fumble, but then you got to make your luck. I mean, you know that Caden Jenkins is kind of becoming a star before our very eyes. I I had a Cowboy scout tell me, Aaron. I I was talking about you know some of the players that Baylor lost in the portal or whatever. I didn't say anybody's name. And the scout, it was a Cowboy scout. He, we were just hanging out before the game yesterday, the Cowboys game. And he said to me, "So you miss Al Walcott, don't you?" And I looked at him like, how did you know? How did you know it was Al? And it's just interesting to me how these NFL scouts pick up on certain players. Al Walcott was a playmaker. Caden Jenkins is a flat-out playmaker. You can already tell. He's going to be in the middle of stuff. Petrie, Terrell Bernard, J.T. Woods, huge playmakers. You got to have them. Matt Jones is a playmaker, but Caden at a young age is ready to do things and do big things. And they had other players who almost made, almost, you know, got their hands on the ball late in the game. Uh, Was that Tevin? Trying to remember, somebody made a great play on the ball. And the announcer said, oh, that's going to haunt him. But it was still a great play. It might have been, maybe it was 28. I was trying to remember. Anyway, it was good. It was a nice play on the ball, and I didn't. I, I thought, well, that's not going to haunt him. He made a great play. He just didn't catch the football. But not every cornerback uh, catches the ball. But uh, what a what an amazing uh, comeback that was! All right, Aaron, let's continue. This is Dave Aranda at his Monday news conference a little bit earlier today via uh, John Morris doing a great job getting us the uh, audio of this. 
day, particularly as a freshman, is Caden Jenkins playing like at an elite level? Appreciate that. Yeah, there's always been just a great confidence and an energy with him, and there's just been um, there's been no flinching with him from the minute he stepped on campus over here. And then there's just a great, um, you know, just as a person, just a warmth and a, um, um, a welcoming aspect to him that I just, I mean, you want to like him and you want to root for him. And so it's a way cool story. And uh, I think the best is yet to come for him. Coach, obviously year two with Joey and Tech, when you look at their team, what areas do you see and you say, oh yeah, that's trademark Joey. Yeah, I see Joey's hands all over that kind of thing. Appreciate that. Yeah, they compete. And so you watch that Oregon game, and that was back and forth, and that was tooth and nail and all of it. And so um, they will, you know, we are going to get their best shot for sure. And they've been given their best shot to every every uh, opponent that they play. And so you can see the fight. You can see the, the um the competition in the games and you can see the not quitting and so it's uh, a definite test for us Dave I want to go back to that tempo for a second uh, mm -hmm. is that a place that Monterey can excel because obviously he had some big plays down the stretch and you mm -hmm. mentioned you know sometimes y'all were taking advantage of the defense not being able to get lined mm -hmm. up just quite right mm -hmm. I mean is it a place where he can get out in space I believe so. I believe it benefits the offensive line. I think it benefits Blake Shapin. I think he's probably, he is, I know he is at his best when there's some momentum and, and things are kind of in a flow for him. And so I just, you know, I look at it as just an evolving of the offense that we have and how can we move our pieces to better spots um, you know, um, keeping the same systems in place, but uh, evolving to um, a faster operating system. And so we're looking forward to it. Dave, I wonder if sometimes it's harder to flip the page mm -hmm. coming off a win like this than mm -hmm. coming off a tough loss. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, you know, my only, well, my, my experience just being on a couple of these wins is that there is, you know, there, there is a um, kind of an expansion of belief, you know, and, and it's not that guys did not believe. It's not that at all. It's that, um, that, hey, this is happening right now, and you're a part of it, and everything you do matters, and everything here counts, and, you know, we're, we're going to do this thing right here, right now. It's the immediacy of it is kind of brought is is kind of brought to bear and is uh put it right there in their face so there's nowhere else to look and so i think a win like that does that and so you know we're going to talk about the positive things there's a fair amount of negative things that have to get fixed um and so uh, that's really going to be the emphasis is the truth of all of it and then you know we turn the turn the page to a tech team that's going to pose a bunch of problems and tempo and wide splits and just all the things and so you know um and, and I know that this is this is a game with a lot of uh, emotion and all of it behind it. And so uh, we are aiming to be at our best to, to meet their best on Saturday. Coach, winning is always a priority, but can you talk about how important it is to win as the bye week is looming next week? Appreciate that. Yeah, I think the, the bye gives, you know, we've been beat up 
um, this year uh, so far. And so I think the bye is going to give us a chance to get healthy. And so the the ability to kind of finish, um, you know, that, you know, third, fourth quarter run that we started and have that momentum go into the bye is really important. You know, our, our guys and everyone here wants to win the rest of the games that we got on our schedule. And so that's our goal. How was Mike Smith feeling? I saw him. He was kind of riding there in the second half. Mike, Mike Smith's out. He tore his ACL. So he's out for the season. Could you give some injury updates on uh, other guys? Jarrell Boykins, Trey Emery, Trey Wilson. And uh, is Dom Richardson still going to beat up? Yeah, so Dom's got high ankle sprain. He pushes through. Um, you know, his carries are normally limited because he's pushing through. Uh, both uh, Trey, um, Trey Emery is working his way back. Gerald Boykins is working his way back. A lot of that's getting in playing shape. And then uh, there's someone else I'm missing. Trey Wilson. Trey Wilson had a concussion. Yeah. Dave, uh, random events and setbacks. Uh -huh. Is that one you had in the holster, or is that just did that just come out? And can you uh, can you cash in on that? Maybe trademark it, get a T-shirt or something. No, yeah, it's um, well, the I think what we brought up. I don't know. I can't remember the um, you know, in twenty it was twenty twenty fourteen. We played, uh, I was at Wisconsin, we played Auburn. I was in a bowl game, and uh, I was just miserable preparing for them, just all their gadget plays and just all of it. And then two weeks to prepare, and, and I thought we really played them well. We gave up 30-some points and won in overtime. And then we played them all throughout the years there in Baton Rouge. And, you know, edges was such a huge, important thing. We have to set edges, and it's, and everything starts with that. And, and so this week, you know, having the opportunity to do that from day one, you know, a week ago today, you know, that was the emphasis. And here's all this film, and here's all these drills, and here's us doing it in practice. And then the very first play we don't set an edge and it goes for whatever it is and so it's just you know there's a reason why you know and that as and this is not to, to put anything on players or as coaches we have to find a way to get it across better but I think it's not reacting from that it's responding to that and uh, I thought we were able to do that and I think that enabled us to win at the end and that's just hard to do when um, you know you've taken some punches so Coach, in terms of Texas Tech, what impresses you about what they're able to do in terms of running the ball as a team that's top half in the country in that area? Appreciate that. Yeah, they spread you out, and then they run gap schemes, and so they'll pull a tackle. We call it a dart play, or they'll pull a guard and a tight end. So they run counter, uh, GY, and then their backs are really patient. And so the backs will stay behind the pullers. If the pullers are coming this way and the backs coming, he'll stay behind, stay behind. Then if there's no force, he'll bounce it. If there is hard force, he'll, he'll, he could cut it all the way back. So the, uh, the spacing, the patience, and then the big playability, the speed to, you know, when they do get uh, in open grass to make the most of it. Um, and the final thing I'd add to that would be the tempo. I think there are times that where there sh there should be edges by design and defense and everything, and there's not because they're worn down. Guys are tired. Guys are trying to get through this get through this series, and something hits them. Who steps in? 
Oh, there it is. Uh, Dave Veranda. And, um, man, that's uh, a lot of stuff there. Mike Smith talked about with the uh, ACL. What a great player. He's getting better and better every week. That's a, t- that's a major setback. Matt Jones has become such a monster uh, there in the middle. They do have some depth at linebacker. White came on, played really, really well. And so you got an update on some of the injured players. Dom Richardson uh, working through a high ankle sprain, and so he's limited on his carries. All right, we uh, it's time for the dismount. Let's talk a little Rangers baseball. We know who's starting tomorrow in the playoff game. It's all next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Come check out the end-of-summer clearance sale at Marineland Boating Center, home of Yamaha Boats. Many of our boats are now priced as low as they can go. You don't want to miss out on these incredible deals. Also, for a limited time, we're offering free accessories packages worth up to $2,750 with select Yamaha boats. Imagine the satisfaction you would feel owning a new boat. Visit our website, MarinelandWacoYamaha.com, or Google Marineland Boating Center. You can see in our reviews why we are the highest-rated boating center in Central Texas. You'll enjoy great food and great service before or after a Baylor football or basketball game at the Brazos Landing. Located within walking distance from McLean Stadium and Baylor's new Foster Pavilion, don't wait in traffic. Enjoy a meal on the water at the Brazos Landing. Reservations welcome. And for Baylor home games, park your car at the Brazos Landing for $50 and get that $50 back as voucher for your upscale dining experience. It's the Brazos Landing where I-35 and the Brazos River meet. Attention Baylor alumni near and far. Are you ready to reconnect, reminisce, and make a lasting impact? Look no further than the Baylor Line Foundation, your alumni partner for life. Whether you're a recent graduate or a seasoned alum, Baylor Line Foundation is the place to stay connected with fellow alumni through exciting events, networking opportunities, and exclusive access to Baylor stories. Rekindle old friendships and forge new ones while cheering on our beloved Bears. To find out more, visit thebaylorlinefoundation.com. Hi, I'm Baylor alum Dave Smith with RockMyMortgage.com. As an independent mortgage broker with 116 residential and commercial lenders, RockMyMortgage.com is your best option when you need real estate financing. With over 25 years as a mortgage consultant, I'll have you in, out, and saving money with no lender fees and low rates. Whether it's for your personal home, vacation home, or investment property, I have all the options. RockMyMortgage.com, powered by Edge Home Finance, represents you, the Baylor fan, not some big lending company. If you're looking to get pre-approved, visit me at RockMyMortgage.com today you're listening to espn central texas live from the allen samuel studios want to cover sports news try advertising broadcasting well the baylor department of journalism public relations and new media has the skills knowledge and opportunities you need to succeed in your next career with five major concentrations and a nationally recognized student media program, whatever you need, we've got you covered. Start your degree today and make a difference. Check us out online and remember, for the best skills in the biz, with Baylor Journalism, Public Relations, and New Media, we've got you covered. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. 
Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance has the experience to help you understand your coverage options. Whether it's auto, home, life, or business insurance, or retirement planning, Joe Wimpy is a multi-time Agent of the Year award winner, and he's proud of his longtime connection to Baylor University. His brother Jerry played football for the Bears. Uncle W.J. Wimpy was Baylor chaplain for 50 years, and his son Bo played baseball for the Green and Gold. If you're looking for a new insurance quote, call or text Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance today, 972-771-8051. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Well, it has uh, been a uh, tough day uh, in, in a lot of ways. We've had some great sports talk and really enjoyed that. We, uh, I lost a great friend last night. Uh, Mark Frito Friedman passed away. And Aaron, I'm sure you've had friends that you almost have to say it to yourself to make yourself believe it. And uh, he's a longtime friend, radio producer of mine, uh, did all my podcast stuff, was behind the scenes, was on air, and was just a tremendous friend going back 23 years to when he was at the ticket and I started doing some things over there. And then I went over to ESPN radio in Dallas. And so he came over as the assistant PD and uh, we lost him last night. Uh, He'd had a really bad thing three years ago, a medical ordeal involving his heart and other things. And he'd really come back from it, but uh, never all the way back. And so uh, just tough though, to find that news out last night and uh, been dealing with that through the day so thanks to everybody a lot of people have tweeted and texted and that kind of thing uh really nice things it's great to have stretch on with us earlier cam stewart did a nice job our one of the newest members of espn central texas talking about the patriots he had to relive uh, that uh really tough day for the patriots they lose 38-3 to the cowboys more um uh montgomery on the mound for the rangers tomorrow first pitch at 208 We'll be keeping you, we'll stay on top of it throughout the afternoon, and we'll uh, give you updates constantly. Aaron, great job by you. Appreciate everybody. We'll see you all tomorrow at 3 o'clock straight up. Good night, everybody. This is the Modern Media Big 12 Blitz, a daily look inside Big 12 conference football. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Big 12 football on the Friday Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, the Big 12 schedule begins tonight in Provo. Then five more conference games coming.